Oh, okay. Um, um, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let us. All right, let's fucking podcast. Let's, let's shit this one out. Uh, Everyone push. Welcome to Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet Podcast. The only podcast to combine the subjects of gaming, tech, media, and puppets for no easily explainable reason. July 14th, 2023. You are the internet. I am Kevin Blades. My pronouns are he, him, and this is episode 13 of Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet Podcast. Taking a breath. Joining me are my co-hosts. His pronouns are he, him. It's Jamie, a.k.a. Scumboy. Good evening. And at long last, his pronouns are he, him. It's Andrew, a.k.a. Bad Phantom. Hi, everybody. Back from wherever the hell he was. So I want to apologize for missing last week. To make up for it. Last two weeks. Last two, last, last July. The, the last, last show. Fortnite, I missed the last show. Because Fortnite is a video game reference that we all know. I would like to. I've, I've made up for it. What oh. I've, I have it. It's in my bag. I had a custom made solid gold shell made for your ROG ally. <laughs> the trap didn't work. Ah. I, you know what? We didn't discuss this at all. I, I wanted to save it for the podcast. I had I had that whole bit planned. I did nice. not. I did not well uh, set that up earlier. Yep. I, as yep. of as of uh, Frankie play, you hadn't listened to the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, was only because Scarlet showed out. Scarlet showed out to Scarlet. You know, we can thank Scarlet for pretty much everything. Yeah. No, um, no. I I, I was true. intending to. Catch While we're in Shadowville, I'll shout out Greg the Bunny again. He's thank been, you, Greg the Bunny. He's yes. been binging the podcast. I also and noticed that Greg the Bunny followed us on Twitch. Twitch, yes. So, yay. Hello. Um, so, wonderful. Welcome the, to the family, the Frankie and company family. Well, wonderful to get the feedback. He's been very, uh, very hype about it, which is You nice. guys need to suck less. Be, be critical. Yeah, please. You know, we can't be perfect at everything. <sighs> How y'all been? Well, you know, to address the elephant in the room, There's I elephant am. In this room? I am without beard for oh, the first okay. time in ages. <laughs> you know, I did notice the mustache. Um, well, it's I've always very, had the mustache. Well, yeah, it's just it's more visible I when the I don't have in the absence of the beard. full beard. So I did the average beard owner mistake of I need to quickly trim my beard. I'm not going to put the guard on my razor. I'm just going to mm. whack off the the few red stray hairs. And the what and, with the stray hairs? And Hello. I uh I got down to uh the 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 wood as it were <laughs> right underneath my <laughs> right chin. Right down to the netting. There's a puppet reference. Where the, there's the most beard and I'm like, "Okay, well let's go to mutton chops." And then I mm. I cut out the middle, go to mutton chops and I'm like, "These are going to be a pain in the ass to get to even." <laughs> so I went to just sideburns and it, and uh, then then this. So <laughs> this is where we are. I'm I'm growing it back, but yeah. it, during the pandemic, I had a fit where I'm like, "I'm just shaving everything off." I had so much beard and then I at, at that point I was at my heaviest that I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I do not recognize this face. Mm. And I had a visceral mm. negative reaction to my own face that a beard. Gotcha. So I hadn't, I've been there, hadn't, uh, shaved since then, like at least not fully. And then I did it this time and I'm like, no, I can live with this. So it was much better than the last time, like two you got or kind three of a years Burt ago. Reynolds thing going on now. You know? It's, it's coming out. It's, I have, <laughs> I have two settings. I have fat and old. 
<laughs> right now I'm old. Oh. So I, I let I let it grow out a bit. Yeah, and yeah, the gray yeah. it's it's almost there's so much fucking gray. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, you know, I I look my age. This I can't fucking do this. The I'm portion of shave. the podcast where we complain about being old. It's yeah. the one that everybody loves. I'm old and having tonight. beards. I'm gonna shave yeah. tonight and then I'll just be fat. If yeah. I were to shave, again, we got to wrap this around, of course, but if I were to shave, the problem I did um, before I lost all the weight, I mm-hmm. did I did shave completely, and boy, that was a mistake. <laughs> um, but I've got the this neck thing going on now. I've got some loose skin where oh, I've never dear. had loose skin mm-hmm. before, and it's like, no, I cannot. I can never, ever, yeah. ever shave again. That's no, done. This is it. This is, this is it until the grave. I maybe. think you could pull off the Anton LaVey again. Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. I'm kind of doing that now. I'm not, getting, not, I'm not totally. I'm not a, terribly far just, from just that Just the tiny little ones in the corners. I could do of the, the wharf. Yeah, you know, I could do there the, you go. The little, the little, like the you know the lower goatee, no mustache. The Genghis Khan. Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> I'd always intended to grow a goatee back before they were cool. I was going to be the bald guy with a goatee. When were they cool? Bef- was, Did nobody tell me no, they, they were cool? They were cool around two thousand. So. Were they a little after two thousand? They started. What I would was have I been, doing? In I would have been ahead of the curve. I was making a Star Wars fan film in the year. I, I don't have any connectors here. That's so my problem too. I would have to go the Tony Stark route yeah. of having it come out, yeah. and then in. There's a no, name I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. There's a specific. I'm not going to look it up. There's a no. specific name for the not connected goatee. Yes. Well, but and since I'm not going to look it up, I don't know what it is. It I, so I don't even know why I'm. But I, I don't have the up and down yeah. part on either that side was, of my mouth. Like to do them, even to do the Mattingly. This is so, a great podcast. The old, so, the old Don Mattingly. I'd, I'd have to wait for this to connect in. It's, it, every year, it grows in a little bit more towards the mustache. I'm <laughs> yeah. a little closer to the uh, the 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 Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark. There will uh, be no team. visual aids for the podcast. No, nope. enjoy. Oh, um, but boy. that's that is why I look like this. I had made a mistake. And then Honestly, I, at least I you came in, you took, you, and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't hate it, so I'm like, I, I don't have to really worry about it, but mm. I'm still, I'm, I'm growing the and rest. You could have shaved the mustache too. I mean, this is a, this is a week's worth of growth, so yeah. it's it's coming in relatively. Yeah. Good. How are you guys? That's it, huh? <laughs> beards. I got beards. A. Yeah. That's... Beards. A. Beards. A is the show notes. Be- beards. I'm going to type show notes. You guys talk. I'll talk. I'll type show notes. Talk. Um, these are delicious. Say, say Caesars. They are very tasty. I mean, they're, Kevin uh, pre-mixed these, and they're, they he, are... he's got the golden touch yeah, on uh, uh, on Caesar mix. It's about a uh, thousand grams of Tony Shaw's race. That's it. Really? Yeah. You, do you measure the Tony Chatteris? I eat, do I measure anything ever? Okay, no. I was just I was just wondering because you said a thousand grams with authority, and I'm like, it sounds like he dry weighs this. I said about a thousand oh, okay. grams. I also, about a thousand grams is well, that's a kilogram. A kilogram. Yeah, a kilogram of Tony Chatteris, <laughs> which for is the, mostly salt. For the, for the American audience, that's a kilogram. But they would know Tony Chatteris more than Canadians. They probably because, would know uh, Tony Chatteris more than a kilogram. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's yes. true. A kilogram of Tony Chatteris would be a lot of Tony Chatteris. Yes, very spicy. Your average bucket of Tony Chatteris yes. would be about One. a kilogram. Wow. Yeah. We're going. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, we're on. Wow. All right, so th- I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, that's our intro. It's, I uh, I kind of killed that. it with beard talk. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's, you know... Hey, we're going to talk about something. If not yeah. beards, then what? Yeah, no, it's uh, beards this time. All right. Uh, you know, I'm not wearing, this time, I'm not wearing any rings on my left hand. Oh, so. Uh, because when I grab my drink, clinks. it doesn't make a clink sound. Yeah. You could hear clink sounds in the previous, I apologize for the clink sounds in the previous <laughs> podcast because I was wearing a ring. I was wearing literally my, my replica of the one ring. Oh, 
on my left index finger. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as, every time I grabbed my drink, it would make a clink. As was the fashion at the time. Behind the scenes, at Operation I am nothing if not a hobbit. All right. There's <laughs> your intro, folks. Good, enjoy it. This I'm nothing what, if not a hobbit. This is what you get, all right? It the just, Kevin Blade story. You'll get it and like it. Okay, we are going to take a, a non-actual real break, and we will be right back with the puppet pit. You have entered an alternate dimension. A dimension of fleece and fur, of foam and industrial adhesives. So I hope you have good ventilation. A signpost up ahead. Watch your step. You have just stumbled into the Puppet Pit. Welcome to the Puppet Pit, where we talk about the puppet side of Operation Puppet for the last two weeks. And, well, stop me if you've heard this before. I didn't build as much... As I wanted to. You built a lot of two puppets, though. They're, they're, <laughs> I built a hell out of two puppets. There, there are true. a lot of puppet in both of those. Uh, there are, there were extenuating circumstances, of course, because a the Monday of the the, the week before this one was, which we usually call last week. What is wrong with me? Well, the Monday of the week before. Wow. Okay, last Monday, mm-hmm. not the previous Monday, but the Monday before that. Yes, the other Monday. Yes. We call it alternate Monday. Yes. Help. Okay. <laughs> wow. That Monday was a day off. It was a stat holiday, and I do try to observe the stat holidays, even though I work for myself and therefore don't absolutely have to, but I do Your anyway. boss is a dick. Every it's so true. often, you just got to flip off the boss and tell him you're not working. I do actually, in all seriousness, I do try to treat myself like I would if I were an employee, mm-hmm. and I would like to think if I ever had an employee that I would be a good boss, and therefore, yes, we do, of course, do things like stat holidays. But it's too bad. I watched the TikTok that said that you're uh, not actually the boss, <laughs> And you that know, Frankie is calling HR. Well, I, now I have to come up with some HR characters. That's the problem <laughs> with that video. I don't have any characters for HR. Oh, there's got to be an HR lady. There has Gus, to. Gus is now in HR. Hey, it's, it's Gus. From, uh, I'm from Human Resources. I'm failing sideways. So, we anyway. need to have a conversation <laughs> about the events of last week. Please sit down. Um... Yeah, so last Monday was a holiday, and then Tuesday, the internet went out. Oh, dear. Oh, yes, the great internet outage. Which you wouldn't think would affect me building puppets, but the problem, of course, then was since my entire business relies on the internet working. And also, you can't put the Bill Gates 5G chips in the puppets if the internet's offline. (laughs) Don't, you weren't supposed to say that part on the That's okay, Kevin. I'm not saying anything about the chemtrails you put in. Fair enough. Turning the frogs gay. Um, yeah, so anyway, the internet went down, and I, I spent most of the day troubleshooting that. And it turns out it wasn't us at all. It wasn't no. anything that we did. It was actually my ISP. And the reason that that was so confusing was because our internet connection ever since I switched to fiber has been absolutely wonderful. And this was like the first major outage we've had in years. Well, it had to happen. You had to go through yeah, the, exactly. the six stages of Bell uh, internet outage grief. And you know what the problem... The thing is about it, I, I 
I don't want to seem like I'm shilling for a big corporation. You know how I feel about big corporations. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, the process of getting it fixed was unbelievably quick and simple and efficient. And I didn't have to go through any bullshit. And it didn't end with a tech visit. It didn't end with a tech visit. They act- and, then, and the best part was, like, I got on chat. I didn't even have to call them. I just mm-hmm. got on chat, chatted with their robot, I assume. Mm-hmm. And it didn't treat me like I didn't know anything. It didn't go through a script that was like, did you turn it off and on? It, it actually understood that I knew what I was talking about and that, yes, there's a problem. Okay. Yeah. I can see there's a problem. We'll try and schedule. They did at first they scheduled the visit and then it was like, Oh, they fixed it remotely. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what happened. We think it was a construction in the area. Fix it remotely usually means someone at the central office took your connection and then unplugged it and plugged <laughs> somebody else into it. Yeah. And uh, because we, I used to work for a DSL reseller, and right. a lot of times when a customer would go down, it's because Bell stole the line card from our connection to put up somebody else. <laughs> And we'd have to open a ticket and get a new line card installed. Right. Um, so they, usually they with stuff resellers. like that, they uh, they usually it's, it, somebody at the CO is screwed up. So anyway, by the Wednesday it was fixed, and that was after a whole day of troubleshooting. That yeah, you know, so that was basically another day lost. So I didn't really get to building until Wednesday. And then you had to talk to HR after that video with Gus <laughs> yes, exactly. or uh, with uh, Frankie. So so there was there have only been two builds. But as Jamie has indicated, they were they were pretty special builds. There's been the first one was a um, a blink mech mm-hmm. monster. Which the interesting thing about that one was so the original build stream was supposed to be Wednesday. Wednesday morning was when the internet came back, so I was not prepared to do a live stream. Yep. So we did the build stream. We still went forward, but we did it on Thursday instead yes. of Wednesday. And the the there have been two experimental build streams in a row. The first one was this one, which was um, it was a new head shape. So I've got this this what I, I call it Grovery, yes, because it's like this kind of half sphere, the sphere that's split in two. And I'd never done an eyebrow mech with that head shape before, mm-hmm. and this was the first time I'd done that. So I was like, well, I don't know how this is going to work because you know the way that the eyebrow mech works, the wire has to go to a very specific place, and it's like I don't know how this is going to sit in the skull. It's, it was a total experiment. But it ended up pretty darn good. Nice. So the thing that the thing I ended up with because I had all this green fur, I just used this green fur because I had a lot of it, and it ended up being basically like what if Grover and Oscar, you know, got too close to a particle accelerator and merged. He, look, he looks like Otto the Grump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's off-brand Oscar. Look, Oscar, <laughs> it's a teleportation device. Let's get in it together. Exactly. So that was the first one, and that worked out really good, and I'm going to do more like that, because actually the eyebrow mech works really well. Brundle that- Grouch. Oh. <laughs> oh! There yep. it is. Yep, Brundle Grouch. Yep, good. Um, and it, the interesting part is be- the eyebrow mech works so well because there's vertical space. Yes. And that's one of the, the challenges with that eyebrow mech, and because I always try to make my puppets as small as possible, because that's better for all kinds of reasons. Mm. Um, there isn't a lot of space in the skull, so you need room to move your hand around to work the mech. And there's the brain, too. Also the brain, yes, which is, you know, generally in your own head. you got to work around you know, the brain. The eyebrows go down to extremely unimpressed, which is so good. Yeah, and this is one of the funny things about eyebrow mechs that people don't generally get is that there's very few puppets that have a full range of motion yeah. on their on their eyelids or eyebrows. It is usually partial, so it's either they either start in a neutral position and go fully open, 
or they start in a neutral position and go fully clothed. Yes. But there's very rarely both. Yeah. Animal is one of the only examples I can think of where it is a full range of motion, and I would fucking love to know how that mech is I want to tear him apart. It's it's probably geared so uh, you can get more motion off of less. We talked about this quite a bit, actually, on the previous build stream where we were talking about some very weird mechs, and there was a Fisher-Price toy of animal animal puppet that was released in the 80s. Um, and I had one, I sure did, hmm. and um, it had an eyebrow mech in it, and it was pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, and I have seen Teardale. I mean, I've used it extensively. Well, you're saying it's a flexible, like a piece of plastic. So what it is, it's very strange. It's a, it's basically a plank yeah. that you lay your middle finger on, and then there's a spring that holds it up, and you press down, and that closes the eyes. And then you can kind of pull it up to make the eyes grow wider than they. So it goes through. The spring to. resets. It's a neutral. So the spring resets. It's a neutral. And then you and can then you kind can of push it up. Hook your finger underneath and pull it up. Yeah. But you're not really supposed to do that. But you can. Yeah. Which is how mechs work. Um, but the thing about it is, is because it's this weird plastic yep. spring return, mm-hmm. it doesn't hold up well over time. Yeah. And this is one of the things that people don't generally get about mechs is a lot of professional puppets that have mechs they're not designed to last yeah they're not designed to be like they they know this is going to wear this is going to break this is going to like need repairs that's why they have a lot of surgery that's why they have six of them in the back they have six in the back or they have wranglers standing by to repair it when it breaks because that does happen and it has happened like God, when one of Gonzo's eyes went on a morning show and he would just open one eyelid the, really the wide. The goal story of Gonzo's yeah. eye mech breaking and him going, I actually like this better. Can we do it like this all the time So I can, so I can have independent eyelids? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's a that's a, a diversion. So that was the first one. That was the green um, um, grouchy. He's yeah. excellent. I saw that Pretty one. good. That and amazing. then I did. So the other experiment was um, I got what I thought was a commission that didn't, mm. didn't end up working out. Long story. Yep. Not important. But anyway, um, what it was going to be was a puppet that had a, a Burt style unibrow. Yeah. So it was the unibrow that moved up and down in kind of a V shape, mm-hmm. um, which is a completely different style mech to the kind of things I'm used to doing. So I've understood in theory how that works, but I've never built one. Yeah. Now. There is an Adam Savage's tested video where he visits Rick, Rick Lyons' studio. Rick Lyons is a famous uh, high-level puppet builder who's worked with the Muppets, and he has his own studio, and it's a, it's a whole thing. Um, and he shows Adam uh, some pre-builds that mm-hmm. he has, and one of them has a Burt-style eyebrow rig. And they show the internals, they show everything, and it's like, oh, it looks really simple. It's just a bunch of like rods that are linked together. And it looks very, very simple when you see it on first blush. But when you actually go, how is how does that actually work? Like, how would I build this? It's it's not super clear exactly what's going on there. There's clearly a whole bunch of wires and linkages, and there's pivot points. He could, be, he could have been hiding the secret sauce in that video. It's entirely, well, I, you know, I don't think so. But it's just that it's it's actually complex to explain. Yeah. And this is another thing people don't generally understand about Max is like you can say, oh, it's just this. Mm-hmm. But then when you go to actually build that, you find a thousand little things that you never would anticipate would would be a problem suddenly. Oh, it's doing this instead of this because I didn't account for this. 
this is why nobody, at least at my tier, nobody does mechs mm-hmm. because they are so complex. Even the simple ones are so complex and so time consuming and have so many variables. Yeah. The, the worst thing I would imagine is that you sell it to somebody and then it breaks like oh, two I, weeks well, that's, later. That's what you talk about on the, the stream a lot was over engineering it. So it, at least that's, it's got to have a lifespan. That is the thing that I always have to think about with my puppets is because I'm selling it to you know people who are new, mm-hmm. to people who don't have experience people who aren't professionals um they expect a level of durability that isn't necessarily what you should expect from a and this is one of the ironies is when you say professional hand puppet you expect something that it, it may not be professional means that this is this does things that a a professional you know, a would want require off the do. shelf toy yeah. a toy is durable yeah right a professional puppet isn't durable but it can do more things mm-hmm. right and that is that is one of the dichotomies of the whole thing so when i build a mech i try and make it incredibly rugged and incredibly like not able to be broken easily without effort and which the great, is smart. The great part about the stream is that you came up with a couple ideas once you had gotten it done. You're like, this could be used for ears. Yes. It could be used for terrifying snail so that eyes. Was, that was the second build stream was me just, and this was the kind of stream I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally do this stuff on stream. This is yeah. kind of the kind of stuff I usually do off stream because it's me not knowing what I'm doing. Mm. Right. It's me like I'm going, I'm just figuring this out. I have a, lot a theory. Of, lot of guesstimation. I have an, I have an idea. You're showing your soft underbelly. I am absolutely, I'm showing how the sausage is made. And so I did that on stream and it was actually really good. We didn't end up with a working version, but we ended up with the start of something that I, I absolutely can it, get to. It a worked version, in right? a sense. It wasn't quite. Like, it was a little off. Like, one was going up a little more than the other. It would be better served for a more collaborative stream with other puppeteers. Perhaps if you were able to do a a stream with others. Sure. Like, yeah, I I could see that working. Yeah, like, you're getting really into the nitty-gritty with that kind of a thing, as opposed to people who just appreciate your work. Like a puppet jam. Yeah, exactly. Me and Tom Stewart should get together one day and go, okay, let's try this. I'm not kidding. I mean, honestly, I I think these guys would probably be happy to Tom, I don't even know if you listen to the podcast, but Tom, call me. We'll we'll, we'll work it out. But anyway, um, but we did get to a point that I have a prototype now. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of where to go from here. This will be a thing. Like I can absolutely make this work. And you look like you you made it in a way that it wouldn't like wear through the the foam right away. These are the important things to think about, right? It's like I got to make this so people could use this over and over and over again. And it's not going to tear. You put it's some thought into to... maybe reinforcing the grommets yeah. to the mouth plate and stuff like that, or at least have an easy fix. Yeah, well, this is the one of the things is like you 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 have to build them for the shop like they will never need to be fixed. Well, even right. so, even, yeah. at least if you could say here are some spare rods or whatever right. part that's possibly going to break, just something, and and here's how you could fix it rather I mean, than ship it back to me and have me do it. These days, ever since I don't know a couple months ago, well, a couple months ago, probably about a year ago, um, I've been putting in a, a care sheet. Right. With every puppet that I that I sell, they're saying like, you know what? This is a perishable good, basically. Mm-hmm. This will probably eventually need repairs mm-hmm. if it's going to be used for any length of time. That's just a fact of life. Yeah. yeah. No, that's um, critical. Like sweat breaks down a lot of stuff. People just have unrealistic expectations about products too. I mean, that's well, the, and that's, that's, the, other that's the other thing is like people don't quite get the difference between something that's handmade and something that's factory made, yeah. right? Uh, and there is a big difference. Yeah. Um, 
So, so, but anyway, that's, that's the, the second build stream went and we did this experimental eyebrow rig. Now, because the commission that this was originally for, uh, Fell through, happened yeah. quite yet. It'll yeah. probably happen eventually, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, I thought, well, you know what? I, I've been, I put in so much mental labor, <laughs> you know, just trying to think of how am I going to make a simple version of this to be reproducible? But also be able to work with a whole bunch of different styles and, and you know, be able to something that I could make quickly. That's another thing um, that I, I literally lost sleep over it. Oh. And I've now got a, an idea of where to go. And the stream was great because, like, it kind of worked and kind of worked is fantastic because, like, it means, OK, I, this, the theory is solid. All I have to do is refine it. Well, you've also right? got an archive of it, too, if you want to go back and look yes. at, you know, okay, what did I do for this? Or how did I, you know, have yeah. this situated? And the other side of that, there's a there's a kind of other level of that happening where it's like, you know, there's a there's a level of kind of protection with people who make stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to show the trade secrets kind of thing. Right. And I'm, I'm just not into that. Like I will show all of, I I'm fine. Stuff with showing like this stuff. Like, is not your average puppet builders thing. Yeah. Like it, 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 you can, you could show 60, 200, 600 people. your how to do this. Maybe 1% could yeah. start to replicate exactly. it. And it's not as much about showing people how to make a puppet. It's simply showing the work that goes into well, a well made puppet. Exactly what I said before I started the stream was, and I, I brought this up before, but it's worth repeating that when I got to the BJ Geyer courses mm-hmm. on the Stan Winston School of Character Arts, um, I already knew most of the technical stuff about what BJ was talking about. But the valuable thing in watching those archives was seeing a professional working and working through because things, because they were archives of live streams, stuff didn't go as planned. Problems came up. Stuff came up that he didn't plan on and he had to compensate for that. So it's like watching a professional being able to compensate for stuff that wasn't planned. Watching a professional work through the process and seeing what their thought process was and how they handled problems, that was the most valuable valuable thing of all. And so for me, that's what I'm kind of trying to do. I'm showing like there's, there's several solutions to this problem and that's all this stuff is. It's all problem solving. It's all the problem is how do you do this? Well, here's one solution. Here's another solution. Here's another. But it's the the way that you think through a problem is the valuable thing. That's what people need to see. It's not an instruct an A B instruction of like oh here's how you build a Floyd I rig. It's not that. It's about how do you get to the mental flexibility of being able to go? I don't know this. I don't know anything about this. How would I do this? Right. That is. And at the end of the stream, your Twitch mod extraordinaire said you should do a Floyd Pepper eye rig. You know, so that I think it's on the horizon. Uh, I have a couple of ideas about how to do a Floyd eye rig. Um, there are there are known ways of doing well, I mean, Floyd eye rigs. There's extremely easy ways, just letting the foam reassert itself. Yeah. But that's like dozens of blinks maybe and we are pretty sure that is how actual yes. muppet floyd is done yes but the, just, they can repair a muppet floyd it's just a foam tube with yeah. a filament through it and they pull it down and the foam pops back up but the thing is over time the, that's going to wear down pop back and tear up. 
but they're prepared for that. Yes. That's the thing. They know how to handle that. They replace the eye to do it. But you were coming up with some good ideas on how to make it. So, so... I have some ideas about how to make a more durable version of yes. that, right? Um, but anyway, that is kind of the point. So anyway, that was the second the second build stream. But the point is that the the model that I was doing that for was I thought, well, I've got my ogres. My ogres would be real good with that kind of Burt style. Yes, the, neck. it would it would add a little more. Um, it would uh, definitely it range would definitely go to the well. face. Yeah. Yes. Um, and also because you can do that kind of that style mech without any eyeballs <laughs> at all, right? You could do just the brow and yep. just that kind of Swedish chef and, style. And you all know? your ogres have those big shaggy uh, brows yeah, anyway. Exactly, it would go really well with yeah. it. So, I, so I, I, can, I can absolutely picture that. I had planned to do an ogre anyway. So and since the mech didn't work out, it doesn't matter. I still use that skull. Yep. And I finished an ogre. Um, I actually finished it the the next day. Which yeah, it was, was it was it was surprising. I put in some work. Let me tell you, I I had planned to because the build stream is Wednesday. I had planned to do it to finish the ogre on today on Friday. Mm-hmm. When we're recording, um, and I finished it on Thursday. It it went real good. I think so, that ogre has my favorite tusks. The tusks are huge. Yes, we'll get to the reasons why soon. <laughs> but it, I, I love Later the way the podcast, I love the way it looks with those tusks. It's a, it's a pretty good ogre. So that was the, those were the two builds um, for the past two weeks, and they're both now currently listed on both the Etsy shop and the direct shop at Operation Puppet. If you want them, please buy them from the direct shop. Since you're our close personal friends, Since if you, you want are a puppet, all, we love you all. Go to the direct shop, and if you have any questions, email admin at operationpuppet.com. There you go. <laughs> Again. Do that professionally. So those were the two builds for the past two weeks. They're good builds. They're, they're pretty, both they're, personality filled. Every time I finish a build like this, there's a moment where I go, do I want to sell it? Hmm. You said with Otto the Grump, you, you were like, this is one that you might, you might, you, it's a foster failure. You're, it you're is, like, uh, yeah, no. And that's the thing. I don't, I, I try to not make anything I don't want to keep. Yes, once, that's, right? that's, that's quality that's how is what be. that is. And there was that moment, like I, I posted on the Discord this morning. I walked, because again, I'm so busy that I just forget stuff, right? Yep. So I, you know, I actually slept okay last night. I, I woke up this morning, walked into the studio, turned the lights on, and there the green monster and the ogre were side by side. And it just made me happy. On your oh, cutting They mat, were just yeah. like, oh, look at that. I did that. That's awesome. So yeah, no, it's, they're, they're real good. So they are now available to be, to be owned to be adopted by a loving household. Run, don't walk to the uh, direct yeah. shop. Um, so what else? They don't have to run. It's on, it's on no, the no, internet. No, no, run. Run to your <laughs> computer. Run, run to the computer. I guess. Um, oh, yes. The fleece pocket. I saw this in the notes and I'm like, <laughs> is fleece going away? What's, what is this about? So, is, this, is this Fuzzell? It is not Fuzzell. Oh, okay. Um, Fuzzell, as far as I'm aware, is available uh, in in. Uh, plenty supply okay. from the current uh, owners of Puppet Pelts mm-hmm. um, and apparently nothing else because I looked at Puppet Pelts today and that's pretty much all they got. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's weird. They they do have a note. The new owners are like, I don't know, something Fiber Dynamics or something, some corporation. I have no Interesting. idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Anyway. Um, I miss you, Lori and Cindy. Um, Sounds like they got a pay- payday if a uh, corporation I hope, bought it. I hope out. they got well paid. I yeah. really hope they did. Um, 
But so I have a commission that I've been putting off for a long time that I finally have some time for. Mm-hmm. And I've been a very, very patient client, um, but who definitely wants the the weird kid fleece, the mm-hmm. really nice pilly fleece. Yes. So I, of course, went, ah, no problem. So I went to place an order with weird kid last week. And Weird Kid was like, because I, you know, I have some custom colors that I get them to make for me. And so I was like, well, do you want me to place this on the website and put in the pantom colors? Or can you just remember this from the last time we ordered? And then and they were like, oh, yeah, no, we can remember from the last time. That's fine. We got the, the archives. However, all of the fleece is on back order right now. So we don't have any. So could we just let you know when we get some? What's well, okay. What's going on with fleece? So the thing about nylon fleece or the brand name Nyla fleece, which yes, is what yes. it all is, which is what the standard non-fuzzel or F3, those are two other kinds of fleeces that are used in puppet building these days. But the nylon fleece, Nyla fleece, um, which is what most puppets are made out of nowadays, um, is owned as a as a copyright by the distributor. Georgia stage. Okay. They, yep. they have You've the said exclusive that rights to distribute. They don't manufacture it as far as I know, but they do have the copyright and they distribute it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went on Georgia stage's website today just to see what's up. And sure enough, the white nylon fleece is listed as on back order. It's over, man. I don't know what's going now. The, there's been a lot of fabrics in general. This is something that people probably wouldn't normally know about, but fabrics in general have been hit really hard with all the weird supply chain stuff that happened mm. during the pandemic. Yep. Please don't panic, by everyone. Everything's yeah. fine. Simply order your normal order. Now, having said that, there's nothing available, and we don't expect to have now any a lot soon. of supply chains have recovered. Yeah. Fabrics have not. Yeah, That's, which is one of the weird. I guess I don't know. It's because of how the market works. I have no idea why. Maybe all of the fabric is still sitting on a boat. It off, could off the who knows. Oh Angeles no, the, the the BC strikes at sure. uh, the port there. Oh, yeah, that really? would just affect there, Canada. It's been but it's been weeks, and a lot of stuff comes through mm-hmm. there for yeah. even North America. But yeah. there's been a LA lot of uh, port worker strikes in Canada. Right. So it could be that it's tied up on a vessel that was supposed to disgorge. Yeah, but that wouldn't explain why Georgia State. It was supposed to disgorge some stuff in BC and then continue on to LA. At any rate. Because they rig those things to disgorge different uh, things. So all the BC stuff would be on top to get taken off easily. And then it would go down to LA. Now it's time for you to invent your own fleet. (laughs) How hard could it be? the, The funny part of this is, so one of the things I've always advocated for is that, like, yes, Nyla fleece or you know Fazel or, or F3 are all the fleeces that you know yes professional puppets are made of this but you you don't need this stuff you can use more accessible materials like polar fleece which is the stuff that you can get from like your big box store yeah, yeah, yeah. or old metro bags you could no definitely not those um but but you can use this stuff it just requires a little more attention a little more work a little more care and the funny thing is um, I just happened to have a whole bunch of polar fleece um, that was a color that I wanted to make. So the ogre, yep, that's polar fleece. Oh wow, that's not anything fancy or special. That's just regular old polar fleece. So does polar fleece have more stretch than uh, polar Nyla? fleece has less stretch. Oh, less stretch. That's okay. one of the things. It's thinner. Yeah, it doesn't have as thick a pile. It doesn't have as much a stretch. It, it still has stretch, but it doesn't have as much stretch. Yeah, and it's just. Kind of thinner overall. Gotcha. It doesn't have it doesn't have the texture that Nyla fleece does, um, which is why it's generally not favored. But that doesn't mean you can't use it. It just means that things like 
on nylon fleece, when you machine sew it, you can still do a bit of seam blending. It's mm-hmm. never going to be – you always want to – any seam you want to blend, you want to hand sew. But you can kind of blend a machine sewn stitch. Yeah. That is not the case with polar fleece. Oh. Polar fleece, you absolutely, if you want that seam to be as invisible as possible, you can never get it completely invisible. But if you want it to be hidden-ish, you have to hand sew it. Gotcha. So like the, the ogre, for example, that head is entirely hand sewn. The hands are not, which is why you can see the seam. Gotcha. But I ain't hand sewing all that. That's that's a whole other. That would take a week if yeah. I if I did that. Um, but that leaves me in a kind of interesting position because it's like, what's going on with fleece, guys? Because so, and on Georgia's stage, they do still have some stock of pre-dyed stuff. So I could like order some stuff but i try not to order from the states because they always get hit with duty yeah there's an extra it literally doubles the cost shipping is longer which is why i order from weird kid because they're they're literally close like i could go to weird kid um and and they they just handle all that themselves and they hand dye everything themselves so that's why it has that nice pilly texture now the interesting part about this is i've got a bunch of flea stock anyway mm-hmm. i have Two yards of green. I don't know if this was the stuff from Georgia stage or older stuff from Poppet Pelts. I can't remember where I got this, but I have some green fleece, which is what I need for this build. That is the mill dyed stuff. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have that nice pillow. It doesn't texture. have the, the right the finish that you yeah. did. But the thing about that is the only reason that that has that pilly texture is because it's it's the mill dyed stuff that you just have dyed yourself. So you've put that through a washing machine. And not a dryer, obviously, because then it would just become a puffball. Yeah. But you've put it through a washing machine and it's just got pilled up in the washing machine. And that's the only reason it has that texture. Yeah. So I could, in theory, take this green fleece that I've got, go downstairs to the laundry room, stick it in a washing machine in the gentle cycle, bring it upstairs and hang it to dry. And it should be fine. Adventures in self-pilling. So I may try that if this goes on for another week or so. I think I'll try to do it. We'll see for the next podcast. That might be the big experiment. Can Kevin take the pre-dyed, the mill-dyed Milo's and turn it into the nice, pilly, weird kid stuff? Well, could, hopefully you get the blue pill. Could weird, well, yeah, yeah. go away. <laughs> um, could a weird kid work with like Fazel or something like that to get so the it's, pill? It's an entirely different kind of material. That's mm-hmm. the problem. It's so we wouldn't. Same. It wouldn't yeah, react the it same. It wouldn't react the same. Gotcha. No. And honestly, I, I, I am. I don't like working with Fazel. I have tried. We it's, need to go and get the formulas for Antron fleece. And then buy those up. The problem and start making it. You know, the problem is that I think I mean that's all proprietary. It's all down to the patents and copyright. Yeah, we just so, need to buy them up. Oh, sure, no problem. Well, go just, and, just ignore it. Just go back in time, get all the uh, yeah. Antron fleece stuff, and uh, then start making it ourselves. That's one of the things. That's why like Fuzzel and F three exist is because people try to reproduce the look of, of what the original Antron was, and no one's no one's got there yet. No, we could be like Jim Henson endorsed Antron yeah. fleece. So anyway, we don't know. We don't know where that's at. We're at the the fleece block. Well, hopefully, it's just tied up because they've they've cleared the blockage in Vancouver. So yeah. they're going to start uh, unloading all these things that have started piling up. Um, we'll see if that's the case. We'll see if it's maybe 
uh, because a lot of um, f- raw fabric is made in Bangladesh. It's right, made in Cambodia. Yeah. Uh, it could be that, that situations there have been uh, preventing uh, the fleece from uh, coming over. There's so, so many. There's so many factors. Could be all the yep. cancer. Who knows? Yeah. There's so many factors. Um, so that's the fleece apocalypse. We have no idea. Stay tuned. But you may be seeing a lot more polar fleece puppets <laughs> from Operation Puppet in the near future because get used to it. Polar fleece is easy to get and it's not expensive. Get you some. Yeah. Um. Which means I'm a lot more hand sewing for Kevin. Ooh. And I guess the last thing is Frankie Play is back. We've done two, Woo-hoo! technically three streams because it crashed once. So we had to restart. T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T U R T so yeah, we um, the Frankie play, and we you know again it doesn't it, actually they've been relatively well attended. I will say that they've been better attended than they have been in the past, but um, they're always fun. I always love to do them. I love just being in character. As it, Frankie. it also it's feels just, correct playing Diablo four on a Frankie play. Yes, because yeah. Diablo three was a, fr- a frequent uh, an absolute yeah standard. Of, yeah, you know, and, and there's just so much material. We got, the, there. we got that season coming up. I'm trying to herd these two into I'm getting uh, there. I'm getting there. into the end game, but this guy sees a blue exclamation mark and he's oh, off no. to the hills. No, no, oh, we, we made some good progress yesterday. Um, but that's good. And I'm, what what the plan is going forward for Frankie Play is just because I'm trying so hard with all this phase two nonsense. I'm putting. I'm trying to put out like a video every day, which some days yes, some days no. But on on aggregate, on aggregate, yes, exactly. I'm 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 able to get it done. There's just I'm pushing myself extra hard. So yeah, I do occasionally have to back off. But on the weekends, I want to do at least one Frankie play stream every weekend, but it's going to have to be whenever I can, whenever I feel like it. Absolutely. All I'm going to do is I'm going to go, all right, guys, I'm going to stream here. If you're available, come on. I'll be in the chat Mm -hmm. channel. Come on in. If not, whatever, I'll do it myself. It's all fine. But that's the way we're going to have to handle it from from now on, just because it's like, it has to be that flexible. Well, and based on last week, there's a specific game you should be running a Frankie Play stream on anyway, isn't there? What? NeverQuest. Oh, crap. Right. Yeah. I haven't even looked at that, to be honest. I listened to last week's (laughs) podcast, for the record. Proof. Proof, more proof, yeah. extra proof. He's got receipts. It's true. Um, you know, I really should. And That's you don't need any of us for that. <laughs> Do you? But yeah, I can't have any of you. If you want to hear about Frankie plays whenever they're happening, you should join the Discord. You should absolutely. And look at the segue for the last thing on the list. Come join and join the Discord. The Operation Puppet Discord. The joint is occasionally jumping. We're, we're a pretty friendly bunch. We are a friendly We talk bunch. about Tom Waits a lot. There's a lot of Tom Waits. There's a surprising amount of Tom yeah, Waits. a fair talk. amount of Tom Waits. We have a meme, I think, and it's Tom Waits. Yeah. Or maybe a muse. Yeah, muse, muse, muse. Muse. I got a muse. All right, that'll do it for the Puppet Pit this week. Thank you, everybody. I forgot to beg for money. I forgot to beg for money. I mean, just go to the coffee in the link tree. You can toss us some money. ko-fi.com slash Operation Puppet. If you want to give us any money for the expenses for hosting or any of the stuff that we do. We love you regardless. Yes. Also buy a puppet. 
that you know what honestly if you if you have seen, if it's if you're tossing between throwing us five dollars in the ko-fi or buying a puppet <laughs> please just buy the, buy, puppet. Buy, buy the puppet anyway we're gonna take a quick break and we will be back with gizmo town This guy above the port was the color of a YouTube video hit with a copyright takedown. Around the rainy streets, people huddled with neon umbrellas and impractical goggles. Here we fight the corporate arcologies and get excited about phones. Welcome to the mean streets of Gizmo Town. Gizmo Town, yeah. <laughs> Is that the lounge version of Gizmo Town? <laughs> Is the, 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 what's his name? Um, oh, God. Uh-oh. Stop. I'm not sure where we're going with this. Shatner. Oh, oh Shatner there we go. Version. No, that's a very different approach. Wow. I did not go Shatner with that. That was more of a Richard Cheese. It was absolutely that, but I keep thinking, every time I think of lounge singers, I think like. Shatner with the undone tie. Uh, necktie or yep. the bow tie. And the cigarette. The uh, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Gizmo Town. We're talking about um, tech. Yes, I guess that's the what we talk about. So, starting of course, as always, with the deck nook. Is this is the way you put it in the notes? Was that a fake out for me? No. Okay, so this is legit. This is legit. Yeah. We weren't setting another trap. I thought you were setting a we trap only in this when I saw that. There's a, we have a limit of one trap yeah. per podcaster well, on fair. this podcast. But it said you bought something for it, so I, I got confused. No, no, it didn't it's, say that. It, it says the iFixit fan upgrade, but not for a device. But not for, yeah. I thought that okay, was No, so I, I can understand your confusion. They're okay. not connected. You okay. spoiled Gizmo Town. I did. The deck nook. It's part of the deck nook. Deck nook is ruined. The deck nook ruined. is now null and void. No deck nook for you. So, um, in my easy bake oven for SD cards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what's the official notice on the ROG Ally? So the ROG. So Asus, and I will pronounce it correctly because I at least am that respectful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Asus has confirmed officially that yes, under. Heavy thermal load, some SD cards <laughs> are failing. So when did they do, when did they drop that? A couple of days ago. So they've had to take two weeks because when we made that podcast, they're like, yeah, no, under our ex- observations, yeah. this doesn't happen. If you fucking nerds actually plug in your fucking Asus Rug Ally and play the fucking thing, guess what? It's going to get hot and you're going to bake your card, okay? We admit it. Fucking Asus. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> At As, least they're acknowledging it. You know, <laughs> yes, it's, it, it is kind of that. I'm sorry. It's just, it's so perfect that that's their it, answer. It really can, oh, if you fucking nerds are going to actually play the device, then yes, it's going to get super hot. And it was, it's pretty much exactly what everybody not only expected, but what we talked about in the last yeah. podcast yeah. was that, like, it's the thermals are the problem. In fact, the fan curves are tuned too low. And, oh and, and the location. If it yeah. had been located on the side or the bottom of the device, the SD card wouldn't so get gu- based. So guess what, Reddit? You were right. Mm. <laughs> All of the things you thought were, were the correct thing. A stop clock is right twice a day unless yeah. it's in 24 hour mode and then it's only right once a day i will mention quickly because it is related to this because my motherboard is a tough gaming which is asus i thought you were going to tell me your mother bought a rog ally <laughs> jesus 
um, my my system crashed, and that was when I did the work on it and then ran HW info, and it turned out that my chipset was running at ninety five degrees. Those are too many degrees. That's too many degrees. Like, that's oh, that's enough degrees to bake an SD card. Chips chipsets are designed to run hot. How hot is it? Seventy? Uh, no, ninety five. Fuck that. No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> so it turns out that my lovely sixty nine hundred XT, which is a motherfucker of a card. It, when it's positioned in the prime slot on the motherboard, the Asus motherboard, the exhaust for it dumps directly onto the chipset fan, mm. like directly onto the chipset fan. And other people have had the same issue, but I guess most people don't have my card in that slot. And it's been baking it for years, ever since I bought the damn mm-hmm. thing. And yeah, But I've never put yeah. it through its paces. But it was enough, I think, that it fucked that chipset to the point where when I finally finally played a fucking game on my computer that it basically went no fuck that and sh- it just died it does, it does. the first time you use your computer to play a game <laughs> yeah it, three, it literally three, two and years. it just goes nope and then you go you have to buy a new motherboard yep. for it there does seem to be a pattern with asus i bought an like, msi of bad, oh there we go bad thermals yeah. that um, seems to be a yeah. continuing have they said anything theme. about maybe a hardware revision to relocate the sd Nothing card about, all they've said is that rma or device Devices, if they if you want and fan curves, they have they are releasing a new update for for Armory Crate that will adjust the fan curves. How much would it affect the the, the heat at that area though? Quite a lot. So oh, okay, yeah. it, 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 there, there's this big dead zone towards turbo mode where it's not running the fan enough and yeah. it builds up a lot of heat the on big, the heat. If things. you actually, because I did, I actually looked at the fan curves and a lot of people have looked at the actual default. Default fan curves, if you don't touch anything, the default fan curves for turbo mode are way too low. Yeah. So if you They just, tried to keep it quiet. They didn't want it screaming on your that desk. Was it. Marketing got involved. Yeah. And when you gotta keep this quiet. Also, uh it would I would I, I would assume the battery was also a part of the conversation. Oh, yeah. 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 You run the fan more, the you lose more battery, yeah. but yeah. Um, it a hundred percent. It was someone saying we need this to be more quiet and turbo because and they, this they, looks good at a bullet point. I pray that yeah. one of the engineers who was fired from Masus goes, "Hey, <laughs> who wants to though. see some emails?" Yeah, and just yeah. dumps that shit on Reddit. Um, anyway, hardware yeah. revision would fix this a hundred percent. Yeah, fan curves will help. But I, I think they're going to murder more SD cards before this gets fan, 100% Fan curves are a bit of a Band-Aid, uh, yeah. but yeah. So, you know, who knows if, if or where the ally goes from here. As I have always said, I would doubt there will be a second ROG yeah. ally. This uh, is... I don't, I don't know. know. I think, if anything, this accelerates the second version. This this gives them an incentive to do that second revision. If they have go, to recall hey, every version, they won't recall. That's the, well, that's oh, the thing. No. They're they just going to say though. we are going to accelerate, which is exactly what everybody was terrified about with the Steam Deck. They are was that they were going to immediately do a revision on it. They are going to uh, they they're selling it in the United States of um, legal action, and <laughs> yeah, well. I'm sure there's going to be a a group lawsuit we'll on Asus we'll see, to get I, a recall. I still I still believe that there's a that they will do a, a hardware revision and release it as the Rug Ally Two immediately, like within surprisingly will, short window. It will be interesting to see. Yes, th- no matter what happens, it'll be interesting to see that. But again, 
you know, it's what everybody thought. It, it was just, it was rushed. That mm. was the thing. It was it was too too quick to market because they were trying to capitalize on a feeding frenzy. You know, the usual. the The fault is all on marketing. In the this, the in this fan film. curves could have been dealt with if they sent out some demo units to people in real life and then harvested some data yeah. and then they said. They Ooh. just never anticipated people keeping this thing plugged in 24-7 on turbo mode, running it for hours. They like, are the was... ones that, that said, if you plug it in, you can run it in turbo mode. And people are like, I don't need a desktop. Yes. Yeah. That, that is 100% it. It was the people who like, we are marketing this to power gamers, but they don't understand what that means. I think, no, <laughs> but here, the other element of this is the fact that a, a lot of the power gamers are going to do what you did and buy the M.2 drive and not run it off of, of a card. Yes. Whereas on the Steam Deck, everybody said, don't buy a fucking hard drive, put a good SD card on it, and everything runs perfectly off of that. And I think that's what fucked them more than anything is that the Steam Deck could happily run shit off this, yeah. the SD card and the ROG Ally uh, was obviously well, they, not capable they, of it. They, they, it'll run it until yeah. you bake the card. Exactly. Yeah. If, as long as you run it as, as much as Andrew plays games, then it'll live forever. If it sits, <laughs> if it sits in your drawer. Yes, exactly. It's just in your bag, waiting That's for that thing, moment. Like the, the 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 load, the thermal load you have to put on the ROG Ally to bake a card is pretty extensive. Yes, but a lot of people were doing that. You yeah. throw that, Diablo, that is the problem. If Diablo Two is installed on your SD card and you've got it yeah. plugged in, so you can have it I'm putting to your television because you're because you took the marketing and said no no this is fine yeah. there's no warning for this obviously if I do this it's fine otherwise they would have a some kind of a setting that would cool it the fuck off and um, that was that, hilariously that is the whole problem is the fact that the fan curves were tuned too low yeah like, if had the fan curves hadn't been tuned too if low it's docked, turn the fucking fan on this would have been like oh I don't know five people had their cards cooked yeah so well and the other thing deal, is that like, I've watched a bunch of um, retro game uh, core yeah. coverage on these Windows handhelds and ROG Ally are the only people who put the SD card on the top yeah Everyone else puts ah, it on the bottom. See? Like they have heat exhaust at the top, yep. and they put the SD card at the bottom. So, uh, the Steam Deck, the uh, Ioneo, like every Ioneo has mm-hmm, the yeah. SD card on the bottom. Interesting. Um, like it, it's it's only the ROG Ally that has it up by the heat source for God knows what reason. It, it might have simplified board layout. Yeah, it could have just been an oversight. Who knows? Um, like it, it, there's like it, it, this would take you know an extra layer and a hundred vias to put it on the bottom. They're like you know we're not going to spend that money in uh, in development. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's your RG Ally update. It's so it's, the second point. Did you lose the uh, fan lottery? I did not. Okay. No, everything's fine. Um, but the other day I noticed that my, my deck was like, I've always been a little bit about the fan noise on mm-hmm. the deck. My, so there, there, here's a little backstory on the deck is that the steam deck shipped. There are two different, um, uh, fan types. There's the on, Delta on the and then the yeah. one that starts with M. Right. Yeah, who I Myos, yeah, yeah, not the kind of thing that. they were going to identify on the on the package. There's a good fan and a bad fan. Well, I wouldn't even say it's a bad fan. They've it's, added it's, foam to the other fan, yeah. which really dampens a the vibrations. Good fan that was and happening. a fine fan. I got a bad fan. I got well, Mine, not a bad fan. Is that it's a fan? It's fine. The, fan the fan works. It's just loud. Mine is the same. Mine is the one that starts with M. It's not the Delta fan. Um, yeah. But I play with headphones so often. Yeah, I yeah. don't. It's not really a problem. It. it 
So a little weird thing. I was playing, I think it was Diablo the other day. Yeah. No. And I noticed that like my temperatures were normal, but uh, my fans were coming on way more than they used to. Well, it's also hot in here. It, it is. That's, I think that's a factor. I think the environment is definitely it, a factor. Heat. Know, yeah. I, but yeah. That that seems to have cleared up, but it was still like, hmm, this feels unusual. Something's mm. going on here. But at any rate, um, I'm considering doing the iFixit. iFixit has an upgrade. They, they, they'll, yeah. they'll sell the, the, the fans, and I believe they sell the Delta fans. Oh, yeah, for they, sure. It's, it's, it's the good it's, fan, whatever. It's the, also the good, super easy. You the pop fast the back and off quiet and... fan. So I'm considering doing that. Now, the problem for me doing the fan upgrade on my deck is that when I did the hard drive upgrade, mm-hmm. Um, I think I stripped one of the screws. So it's in, so, but I don't think it's coming out. So <laughs> if you unscrew everything else and pry off most of the back, except for around the screw that's not that, that you think is stripped, yeah. and then you put a little pressure up on the thing as you unscrew it, it'll work it out. Hmm. It's worth a shot. I, it, you know, I'm, hmm, I'm thinking, maybe. You know what? I'm also maybe. thinking iFixit probably sells fresh screws. I mean, yeah, but it's and probably getting, a device that'll get it out. You know, too. it'll be fine even if that screw wasn't there. It's getting the screw out. There's, there's <laughs> special. There, no, there's special bits you can get. Obviously, that will not that, that small. Too. They're tiny, probably not. so They're tiny, tiny, tiny. So they use the pick to, to separate yeah. at the top and separate it all the way around to just that spot. And then as you're backing that or running that screw, yeah. just have the, the, the little the edged one though that looks like a. We should do a video for that. We should and then, actually do this. And then like, pop it in the the channel. We'll do a right live bes- stream of Kevin replacing his fan. Pop it in the channel right beside it and put a little pressure so that the lid is lifting the screw mm-hmm. as you back it out, and it should come out of the uh, the post inside. It's like it's like forty bucks Canadian, so that's that's it's, fine. It's not or, bad. or Dremel. I mean, I got a Dremel. I mean, you know, tiny little screw, but anyway, tiny little is, drill bit. Take care of that lickety split. The 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 long and short of it is, I might do the fan upgrade, mm-hmm. or or I mean, if I were if I wreck my deck, I might just get a new deck, like yeah. this, you know, whatever. But um, that I is, mean, the nice thing is that iFixit has all this stuff. Yes, game changer. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. There's your deck nook for this week. What is next? Prime Day happened. Oh, my God. Did did anyone uh, score stuff on Prime Day? Prime Day Canada was bullshit. Not a single thing. Not not a thing. I was looking at the one terabyte um, Sabrent drive. Just because I'm starting to, the, I'm I'm a game hoarder mm-hmm. and I've got too much shit installed <laughs> on my Steam Deck. Yeah, but I I, I held off on that. Um, but I picked up new podcasting headphones yes, and they were on. Uh, How are they a, working out? They they sound fantastic. Yeah. They're really nice and comfy too. It's Prime Day adjacent as part of because I had to replace my motherboard. Yes, I managed to avoid the cascade of 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 PC upgrading. Mm. Because, of course, it becomes, oh, no, I need a new motherboard. I should probably check out the new processors. Oh, I should also probably get new RAM. Also, I should pro- – and then I know I've only replaced the processor, but I did get another M.2 drive. Uh, so I had a little journey with that. So when I picked up the Arctic Silver at Canada Computers, they also had a deal on a Western Digital Black 2-terabyte um, two, two M.2 drive. 
in my the board handles two of them. I've got a Fire sure. Cuda right now. It's a one terabyte, and I figured, hey, screw it, I'll just throw another two terabyte in there. So it was one hundred and fifty five bucks for a two terabyte, not bad. Uh, Thirty six hundred megabytes a second transfer. I mean, fuck, right? Obviously, like a twenty two eighty. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, sure, why not? Screw it. Let me do it. Boom. Uh, next day, new egg, the WD Black. The next level up, which will do 7,200 fucking megabytes, was 135 fucking dollars. Fuck. All right. 20 bucks for the better one. Screw it. I bought that one. I returned the other one. Had no problems returning it to Canada Computers, which was great. Mm. Prime day. Fucking prime. They had the A data, two terabyte, 7,200 whatever fucking megabytes a second transfer. Mm -hmm. 120 bucks. Fuck you! I'm not buying it. <laughs> I I paid 135. I'm happy to have paid 135, yeah, but I'm sure at that point they like, moved. Whatever. I'm sure they moved a lot of those. And you know yeah. what they moved them into? PlayStation Five because yeah. that drive is fully compatible. Now the only factor is the heatsink because I think you're supposed to have a heatsink on it For if the, you use it as Sony an expansion one, yeah. on the PS5. And the version that they were selling did not have it because on Amazon it yeah, said... Yeah, those are like 20 bucks. Exactly. It was yeah. for 25 bucks and it said, people are also buying this. And it was the, the Sabrent, I think, heatsink yeah. that'll you just slap onto it and then you're golden. So I do not play nearly enough PS5 games to justify it. I told myself when I bought it, I will... Keep what keep the internal drive. I've got my external SSD. I will transfer shit back and forth as I play. I do not need to expand the PS. I I didn't go as ham as I was afraid I would. I got the 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 Audio Technica M50X headphones, uh, which is a really nice upgrade over the M20 ones that I got in 2008. But uh, I picked up a um, the same um, Anchor charger I use for my Steam Deck, the 65 mm-hmm. watt one. Uh, my partner's forever stealing my cord on my side of the, the couch because it's a fast charger. She's like, I want to go take a bath, but I need to charge my phone. So I'm going to plug it into your side to, to fast charge it. So I got her one for her side, and now she can fast charge as well. Smart. Um, and also got some uh, new USB-C to see, like, uh, high-power delivery. I, sh- I should have looked at the batteries. I didn't look at the batteries. Were the batteries really uh, The big one that I had, I think, was on sale. I mean, it's it's going to go on sale. It's um, not but like it, that it, was a one-time thing. They're going to go on sale. We picked up the the charger, these headphones. Uh, I got some new walking shoes. Uh, I really like Adidas Captier shoes. They've got a really good amount of spring, and uh, they're very comfortable. So I Captier up a, sounds South South African. It's Captier, Captier. 2.0. These are my Captiers. <laughs> Um, for when they can run through a robot. I, I don't... Uh, Adidas is actually... I think he's Israeli. I, I know, I know. I just sound... It sounds... I'm just... Um, but um, I, I picked up Cap Tier 2.0s, uh, which I really love, and I use them when I'm walking around uh, on weekends and theme parks and whatnot. But, Smart. Uh, and some umbrellas, travel umbrellas, because they were a really good price, and uh, they're a lot better than the ones we've got currently, so... It was a very, very nominal Prime Day. I thought yeah. for sure I was going to get a, no, we got, a, we got, a Steam we got Deck hosed. upgrade. We got hosed. Um, the U.S. one, everybody was posting on Reddit about all the crazy yeah. fucking deals they were getting. Like 4K Blu-rays. Oh, man. Like Heat was like $8 in 4K on the American site. Yeah. We got 
fuck all for I for sales. I know, but the point is, it was eight fucking dollars American, mm. which is like thirty eight dollars Canadian, but still. Uh, no, you don't was, already have heat. I have it. No, oh, okay. I bought it as well. I'm just I'm simply using that as a reference oh. point for the ridiculous I, sale offer that they it, had versus Canada. The the the, the Severant uh, one terabyte drive was like one thirty Canadian, which yeah. was fifteen percent off, which yeah. was still that's a good deal. That's a good deal. I mean, if I do the 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 fan upgrade, like I've got. The the two terabyte yeah. drive that I bought for mm. the the Ally might as well throw it in there. I have might nothing to do with might it. Might as well put it in. <laughs> no, you should definitely upgrade the fan. See if they've got any crazy shit. Maybe you can get like liquid cooling or something for your Steam. <laughs> you know, LTT actually did a video on that where they made a, a, I'm sure a, a they copper. Did. I'm they made sure. a copper uh, fanless cooler for it. It was ludicrous. <laughs> Uh, where else are we going? Um, oh, someone might finally <laughs> dip into 3D printing. So, as we talked about in the puppet pit, the thing the people want are mechs. Mm, yes, and the thing about mechs is they're hard. Uh, even simple ones are hard. And one of the things that help with all of that is, of course. 3D printing. The nice thing about a 3D printer is that you can rapidly iterate on designs for things like that and and have them come out in a relatively sturdy final product. I am shocked that you aren't running your fourth 3D printer by now. (laughs) I thought you would have been 100% into this whole world. You are 100% correct in that it seems logical that I, of all people, should have, like... Not only would you have the newest and the best one, but you should also have been in in the first gen, suffering through, especially as as mentioned previously, an early adopter. Yes, you are 100%. squarely into that. It is one of the places where I've gone, I know I know how it works, I know what the current state of the art is. I know a lot about it. And because I know a lot about it, I'm not touching it because this is too much for me right now. And that has kind of been the problem with 3D printing is like I particularly for the puppet building stuff, I need something that just works. And we are not there so, with 3D printing just quite yet. Speaking as someone who has a coworker who is deep into 3D printing, look at the Prusa products. Okay. The, their printers are... This is kind of what I'm getting at. Reference spec, and they make their own filament, which is extremely high tolerance. See, but... I'll automatically I'm getting warning bells and they make their own filament. Part. You can use anything, but they okay. make what's what they call a prusament, which is um, designed for um, a little bit of flexibility, but extremely good um, end use control on the right. nozzle. It melts at a very particular temperature, which is the, very easy that's to That's the difficult in. thing to pull off, and they're yeah. getting, they're very much there. But they also that is, that they is, sell it for a fairly decent price. It's not like it's uh, the, yeah. the stupid amounts, but it's... There's, there's a whole bunch of factors here, right? So is the, is the ease of use, obviously, is one thing. Mm-hmm. Is the physical footprint. Mm-hmm. It's another, like, I don't have a lot of room, so yeah. I need to figure out, I need a small printer. I don't need to print big things, yeah. so that's that's good. But since I did the renovations in the studio, I do have a little bit more flexibility with room. So I do kind of have a bit of a small footprint in place I can put a printer. So. Look, look at Prusa stuff. I'm going to call it now. Six months from now, Kevin's going to say, fuck, 
I should have had this thing. Years I ago. probably, you know what? You're, I'm sure you're absolutely right. I probably, I'll get it and I'll go. Okay, yeah. Like the first day, you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> god damn it, this changes everything. Don't get pulled in by resin printers because the I, amount no, of no, aftercare no, no. that you have to do once a print is done is ridiculous. Since I do know a lot, or not a lot, but I knew enough about 3D printing to know what I'm looking for. I know that resin printers are not, absolutely not what I'm looking for. I am looking for filament printers because... The end result is beautiful on a resin printer, but the having to uh, wash an uh, ibuprofen alcohol (laughs) and then um, UV treat the print. No, 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 no. It's it's almost as much aftercare is the the time to print everything i'm going to be printing will be max yeah so they will not i do not need resolution Aest- I do aesthetics not need, are less yeah i don't give a shit what resolution i get work and I be need durable this to work the nice yeah. thing is if you're printing a bunch of small things you can print like 30 of these you yeah. know grommets and uh that you you do to a certain size and yeah. then a bunch of these like different bars or different you'll adapters. never have to buy a widget again um, yeah. it, it's, it's just great. Once you've got the, the part, you can just drop a bunch of them on the yeah. print surface and then make a bunch at once. I think one of the things that has kind of turned, that turned me off of 3d printing was that I got a cricket and those are the discord. No, my relationship with my cricket, which, okay. Uh, what, what is the cricket? A cricket is, uh, it, it's like a, it's a plotter a, with a knife. It's basically a plotter. C R I C U T. Yes. Yeah. A lot of crafters know about this. It is like you use it for like vinyl cutting. It's a cutter. The same co- a coworker likes it, but he makes labels for retro yeah. uh, cartridges. On I hate my cricket. I fucking hate it. And I fucking hate the fact that it's the only thing I can use to do certain things mm-hmm. to a certain degree of accuracy. Yeah, degree of accuracy. Yeah. Exactly. It's very repeatable when it works. Yeah. But the thing is it, it fails more often than it succeeds. Interesting. It's and covered that, in failed Kermit eyes. <laughs> it honestly is. It looks um, it looks horrific. It looks like a Dark Souls <laughs> enemy. I'm, I think the worst thing is that it's so close. Like, yes, it's so yes, close. I mean, is. for certain applications, it's yeah. really good. It's yep. just some uh, I, some fabric, some some things like that. It just does not do. I well watch with. a lot of restorers on YouTube, and and a, more and more of them are starting to use the cricket more in, in, in yeah. their in their restoration. Pe- people that do a lot of label uh, reproductions, yeah. if, vinyl, vinyl, it. it no problem, yeah. but the stuff that I use, yeah. you know, fabrics, uh, particularly like a uh, sticky back velvet. Yeah. Fuck it. It is no. new. It, it'll, it'll do it. Yeah. But it won't do it's, it well. It's not. It's yeah. Not. No, it's because uh, my, my coworker just cuts out labels because they, they make like retro cartridges for C64s and Ataris yeah. and whatnot. And the mm-hmm. cartridge just wraps around the outside of yeah. a three, his 3d printed yeah. shell. It's for perfect it. for that. For very yes. specific things. Yes. It's fantastic for everything else. It's garbage. But anyway, you're going to so, have, one. if you wanted to start making your own stickers, it's great for cutting vinyl stickers. Hmm. So you could do like I an may, operation puppet I logo. May, I may, like, I may actually, because let me tell you that bundle of stickers I got was not uh, cheap. So because if yeah. you wanted to have like the, in your font, an operation puppet sticker mm. on the back of your Mac, um, it's something you could cut out on that fairly easily, and then you just you need to use transfer tape to put it yeah. on there. But whatever. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost so the reason to come around to all this. The reason I'm thinking about a 3D printer now. Mm-hmm. Remember way back when when I talked about I have a budget for a major tech purchase this year. Yeah. 
It was either going to be the ROG Ally, yep. a GPU, mm-hmm. or the PlayStation VR 2. Yep. Well, we know what happened to the Ally. <laughs> Rest down. in peace, Ally. I actually, since I returned it, I did the GPU upgrade, and it was bad. Really? What did you, you get? I got... Uh, Tell me you didn't get a 4060. Oh, no, no, no. I got, I got a 4070 Ti. Okay. And it was bad. It the, the, literally the card was bad. Like it crashed, and it, oh, was, wow. it was all kinds of like faults. And it may was I ask the brand you purchased? I don't remember. Oh, was it EVGA? It was not. Oh, EVGA is gone. No. Oh, are they? Yeah, they they stopped. I the, made sure I didn't stop, get ASUS. They stopped making <laughs> cards. This um, might have been an MSI because it may the, have been an MSI. Yeah. The 1080 I you uh, threw me has given my whole computer a new lease on life. Oh, I'm no, sure all the all the makers are very oh, heartbroken no, that EVGA dipped. But really, the market was just fucked. I, I'm sure I just got a bad card. Yeah, right. So I, I returned that. Jeez. So, 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 so you didn't get I you to tell me you got a 4060, which performs worse than like no, 10 cards. No. So I put the 3090 back in the fish tank, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, it, oh yeah, no. If you if you got a 3090, it's not worth. It's upgrade. fast. It's quiet. No, it's, you need to put that towards a. Yeah, no, no. So I think I've it, got this yeah. budget it, now. Look, get Jamie to get you the links because I think you're gonna. That's gonna be your next purchase. I so think it's almost a guarantee. that is why. So you know, obviously PlayStation VR. If too, PlayStation VR had of had of got had a, like a, a somewhat good showing at that Sony showcase. Yeah. One killer app. There's, I've I've read some great uh, things about some of the new titles, I'm but sure. none of them are killer apps. One flight simulator. Show me an X-wing. Put a fucking X-wing on that thing, and I am all in. Yeah. Nope. Well, no now that X-wings. EA doesn't have a, a stranglehold on on the license, maybe we will mm. get something. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, nothing nothing coming anytime soon. So the, that's that. Having said we'll that, see. sorry, there have been very big moves. In plugging a PSVR two into a PC, hmm. that has been that has been happening very very recently, where people are, are they are getting it to work with the PC. So yeah. that is that would be a big factor. We'll see because it uses goes. the pass through cameras, yeah. which is which is what they've been, they just did this like a week ago. Yeah. So it's it's very fast moving stuff. But anyway, it's it can definitely wait. You should definitely get the three D printer. So, I think, so I that think you could future. really iterate on stuff quickly Absolutely. with a 3D printer. That in, in terms of all of the things I could get with that budget, yeah. probably a 3D printer is the smartest thing I yeah. could do with that yeah. money. So we will see how that goes. What else we got? I hear they put a movie on the blockchain. I don't know what any of this means. I literally the first, saw this today. I the saw the tweet. The first movie the first, on Web3. The first new release... On Web three what, is officially what DC movie would you watch the least? <laughs> All of them. Yeah, no, it's any of them. What? Surprise, surprise! It's the Flash. It's, it's the Flash. Oh my God! They're putting it on the NFT. So what? they have they have done what is they have happening? Already, they have done experiences for Lord of the Rings and for Superman. <laughs> oh God! And Help. and the Flash. I'm having. I'm having a heart attack right now. So, right as we talk. What bothers I'm, me. Things, what, my brain is dying. We're listening and my brain dying. What bothers me is that they didn't show pricing. It's like they just all they're saying is the drop is July 18th. 
Like, okay, you I would can love to buy see the Flash, not like on Blu-ray <clears throat> as an NFT. What does that even mean? I, this is the so it feels like what it is is it's you get the package. The package is basically it gets to the movie. What's funny is the movie ain't on the blockchain. The movie is a fucking Apple TV. Yeah, uh, actually, like I saw that there was an Apple TV logo, so it, that's how you watch the movie is via Apple TV. Ain't no Web three involved in that. Can I punch Ezra Mill in the face? You cannot. Oh, that is well, not. That was part of the option. experience. I'm rubbing my. I'm rubbing my temples. It I'm involves rubbing my. Everybody selling me rubbing my temples. They're selling basic fucking web shit. Like you can you can be in a virtual environment and and look around in the Batcave, and then when you see things, it gives you a card, and you can have the the Batmobile card. Discovery. And a is so far down the toilet bowl. It's amazing. So when you, I can't even. They're they're minting twenty thousand copies of of the Flash in for this thing for the cards. There isn't that you enough get. alcohol. There no, there are three pathetic. people who still own apes that are being are all going yes. So this led me down a, a a very short rabbit hole. It wasn't a big rabbit hole, but I was looking into it the other. It can be a big rabbit hole. The DC the DC NFTs that have been made available so far, which are tied into this whole thing. Um, <laughs> they're they're they had something called the Bat Cowl. So, which was their your, their way of getting you into their Discord was everybody when you registered you got it's a Discord. It's a re- you registered and it gave you a randomized bat cowl which had fucking elements to it, like you know certain. It was, oh, it was, it was the board eight. Very so bat cowl. Very much so. Very much so. And it was just I got a bat, well, a bat cowl with a gold tooth. I can't they were, breathe. They I were can't. going. To, they were prepared to mint two hundred thousand of these. Guess how many mint. they minted. Mint. The I'm going to say less than a hundred. Mint. Eighteen thousand. Oh wow! Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand out of two hundred thousand were purchased. Wow! So all of these people could hang out together on a Discord and talk I about how much how much surprised. closer they are to Batman than the other person. There, there are eighteen hundred people. Who will do that? I can't. It's but the, well, not. and of course being NFTs, those eighteen thousand. That's probably like four hundred people that are buying. Multiples, multiples. Yeah. It's one guy in Jersey. No, like, yeah. no, no, no. There's a, there's a handful of whales that keep buying all this shit because uh, because it's it randomized. Like even the Flash thing, if you bought the premium edition, ninety eight percent of them came with the common version of the card. Two percent of them came with Dark Flash, which of course must be worth thousands on the blockchain when you, if you were to put it up for auction. But no, you'd be you'd have you'd have special access to it, and then. Um, DC sells fucking comics now. Here's the fun thing about the way, like they said, how can we, how can we justify having rarities of comics and, and like variants of the comics? So what do they do? They artificially damage the comics. So if you're getting a common, it actively looks like it's it's been red and it's it's marked up and it's got little tears in it and so as you as you get a better quality they're bringing version of the it, mint gradings i swear to fucking comics. god that's how they've changed the variation you are shitting I, me i was blown away when i saw i this. can have a lightly foxed yep. copy of superman one yep. if i get the common version isn't, yep wait isn't that better no, no. this is stupid you, you want that 9.8 mint which is the legendary, which is so, worth thousands of dollars on the blockchain. The comic grading has been on the mint scale forever, and it's it's the you know one point zero mint is perfect. Mint in the box, and so there are mm. different grades of comic, like lightly foxed, uh, slightly like creased. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling heavily foxed right it's, now. Yeah, 
It's. It, I mean, it makes sense for a physical item, but the fact that they're applying a digital wear, effect. Of course, of course they are because they're fucking oh, capitalists. They're incredible. applying wear to digital copies. They're applying wear to JPEG, and it's it's. <laughs> Failing miserably, can which is get, great. Can we extra compress this? Oh my oh, god! It's oh just, god. You can read the comic. You I like feel... you own the comic. You can read it on the. Is there on a the, coffee on the ring on the cover? That I didn't see. I'm sure there is on some <laughs> of them. Can't. But, oh, I it was can't. just anyway. That I just thought that was funny that the Flash. This is, is going to be the first podcast. new release on the blockchain. Everybody, this is it. This is where it Discovery ends. is such a scum company. Wow. So I, I think I've got it next in the notes anyway. Yes, but this, the Hollywood this ties into the strike. So. So as of right now, anyway, Hollywood's on strike. Oh, it's, a, it's a big deal. They talked about this. The Writers Guild has been on strike for a yes. month now, and now SAG SAG AFTRA's uh, contract expired yesterday. So they are officially on the strike lines yes. as well. This is the first time since 1960 that both, that both of them, of them have on. been. And it's all. It's basically. It, it was really about streaming. That's what started this. Yeah. But now AI is a huge part of this discussion. It sure is. They they pitched. Leaked. They yeah. The, this, the the producers guild basically offered they offered to the screen actors guild this offer where an, a background performer would be scanned they get one day's one pay. day's pay to to be scanned and used forever we will pay you one day to stand in front of a bank of cameras to be scanned and then used potentially in a background scenario perpetually and you know what Evidently, based on anecdotal evidence, this has already happened. Yeah. This has been happening. People, one person said they were on a Disney shoot as a background actor, and they were said, oh, we need you to go to the truck. And they went to the truck, and they were scanned, and they were said, sign here, and they scanned them, and they said, okay, thank you. And that was it. They didn't give them specific details. Of course, the contract would have had yeah. all the details on it. They were paid basically $100 to be scanned so that they could use them whenever the fuck they want forever, yeah. which is incredible. So there's going to be there's going to be lawsuits as well about this now that it's getting out what they're actually going to be doing with this yeah. material. You got to you got to understand the Screen Actors Guild is a pyramid. Right, it's it's a pyramid, and the 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 megastars that people know are the very tippy top of that pyramid. You know who's the very very top of it? Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. <laughs> She's actually the head of the Screen Actors. President of, uh, of SAG after. So, but the base of that pyramid the, you, didn't the, it used to be Ed Eisner? Ed Eisner, yes. Ed Eisner, yeah. Uh, the the bottom third I'm of not that Michael Eisner. Actually, it's not even that eighty. So, so in order to make you have to make $26,000 a year as an actor to qualify for health care in the United States. That's how it counts. Do you know what percentage of, I, I kind of said it already, 87% of the members of the Screen Actors Guild do not make enough mm. to qualify for health care. That's $27,000. Yeah. And basically what the producers have said is, we want to fuck them. We want them to never work again. We want to give them $100 and for then their they image, leave. and then they will never have, be able to do that thing that they do in the hopes that eventually they can become an actor. That was their fucking pitch before the strike actually happened. This was the offer that they made to the fucking guild yep. to get things rolling. This is where things stand right now in this world. And these these assholes that run these companies are just... They're, they've lost their minds. They've lost, they've utterly lost their minds it's about how thing, it is. Because in the streaming, and the beautiful thing about streaming is that it's a lie. All of it is a lie. Like they're lying to Wall Street about how much money is actually being made on this whole setup. It's a giant fucking house of cards. And they're terrified of letting Wall Street know how much money they're actually making on streaming because it's 
bullshit. It's all fucking smoke and mirrors right now. And as soon as any actual evidence gets out that they're they're hemorrhaging billions of dollars, all that Wall Street money gone, mm. and that's gonna fuck the entire industry. Or you know, all it, what it will do is it will be a great reset of the industry, and everything will come back down to. A normal level. All the corporations will get the fuck out of out of Hollywood, and it might actually start being about the craft again. But it's going to there's going to be blood on the floor. It, d- it does feel like we're coming to some kind of head. That- you know who called this? Steven fucking Spielberg. Ten years ago, it came mm-hmm. out. There was an article. It was it was linked today that he he in an interview basically called this. He said there's going to be a period where there's going to be like six or seven two hundred fifty million dollar failures. That's going to lead to a reckoning, and that's where we are now. Is that's yeah. actually starting to suss out, and it happens to be happening in the middle of a, of a contract negotiation. Yeah. So, and I mean, the, and the guys running these companies are famously making seventy five million dollars a fucking year to run these to do nothing like Ron Perlman said as we watch I wish we could link the clip Ron Perlman oh, basically we'll link threatening, the clip. threatening to burn some asshole's house down for, Ron, for saying Ron, we, we, lo- we love you oh, Ron, Ron. We, we stand Ron per- Perlman look hey personal friend I have sat next to Ron Perlman and <laughs> you have I did there's yeah. footage of this yeah. Yeah. you yeah. facilitated a chat with Ron Perlman one of the highlights of my life I'm not even shitting you but you know, basically, like these, when, these when assholes, Ron Perlman looks at the camera and calls you a motherfucker, you start packing twenty-seven million dollars a year, and you're threatening people's livelihood, saying we can starve them out, we can make them lose we can, their we houses, can, we can, and their we can stretch this to October, and, just to just to make them suffer before we get is, them to renegotiate. This is, this is what it capitalism. Is pure, this is what this is end game. This is been. late stage this capitalism. This is end game capitalism where yeah, we are yeah. right now. Like these assholes who have now officially turned themselves into trillionaires are getting to that point. And the guillotines are coming. Is all it comes down to, yeah. you know. And and, right and Ron now, Perlman will be right at the front of that fucking yeah. guillotine and, and list, just pulling the switch. Ron, Ron will be there with the sharpening stone. Yeah. The directors like, guild. Right. The directors guild signed a fucking deal a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in the middle of the writer's strike, the Directors Guild contract was also up. They signed a deal with the producers. They were because they just wanted to go back to work, mm. and rather than have a solidarity with their brothers on the line, they said, "No, no, fuck that." And all of the writer directors were pissed. So, like the actual mm. famous, I'm directors, sure the directors weren't getting threatened with AI stuff either. Well, they they didn't think they were. They thought they were safe from that. That's not the case. It's no. not even that. The same people, the same producers were basically saying the directors think they're special. Fuck them. We will just shoot in Europe. We will get European directors to do this shit. It, 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 they don't have to speak English. They can still run the run the show. So these American directors are, are dog shit. And that's half the reason that they signed the contract was because they knew they're sensitive. So, But rather than have solidarity on the line and have all three of them out there, now it's the writers and the, and the actors that are together. So I think uh, to Ugh. sum it up, you can say if you see smoke, it's probably Canada on fire. But if it's not Canada on fire, it's probably Hollywood on oh my fire. God. Yeah. So, so I got friends that are going to San Diego this year, and uh, luckily they don't really care about the Hollywood shit because it's gone. Hall H gone. There will really? be no panels. They've no already media stuff. It's next week, so there's no time. Mm. Even if they settled today, they would. I don't think they'd do it again. Now they are doing a screening of. The new Venture Brothers film, the final, the finale for the whole done. series. Yeah, they were. The plan was already to screen it. Uh, I'm guessing they're still going to screen it. They're just not going to have the actors present to, to do it. Yeah. There's, there's going to be none of that. Actors can still go to conventions for personal appearances. 
I believe is the, is the rule, they but just not can't not on promotionally. So like for San Diego, you know, you normally you go for, like they're, they're supposed to have a big Wheel of Time presentation. It sucks that's that Adventure gone. Brothers movie is going straight to Blu-ray. Look, that's a whole Warner Brothers thing because the Metalocalypse film is in the same boat. It's based. They wouldn't even put it on streaming. Like really? for whatever reason, the, I think they were already effectively in the can. But they would have canceled it and taken yeah. the tax money like they did with everything else. Yeah. It's a miracle we're getting a fucking release. I'm going to have to buy both of them. Yeah, man. and me too. So, But it's like San Diego's just basically don't expect anything from San Diego. Yeah. But it, if you're a comic fan, San Diego just became paradise because that's all that matters this year again mm. in San Diego. Now, they still got all the bullshit happening outside. Sure. You know, mm. like all the activations are still going to be there. It's just that the actors and the the writers at least will not be president. Yeah. If your favorite director is there, maybe they'll be there. But uh, anyway, it's 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 a it's a big time. It's a very yeah. chaotic time, and a lot of changes and coming. It, it's kind of weird. The I actually know. I have a client, Sarah Berman, mm-hmm. who who is now on strike because mm-hmm. of this whole this whole thing. She's the lead puppeteer on Waffles and Moki, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, she's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what she's doing out. The streaming has just fucked everything. The closest analog is what happened when Facebook convinced everybody to pivot to video, and the journalism world imploded. Yep every every writer basically got fired. Because everybody was convinced that the video was the future. And now every writer got extra fired. And what because. It, but because it, it came out that it was literally bullshit. Yeah. Everything Facebook told everybody was based on fake metrics that were completely out of whole cloth. And, the, and entire industries, entire companies evaporated overnight because of this. But you know what this means. What does it mean? This means the Hollywood hunk is officially on strike. Yeah. He's no longer in solidarity. But he, well, he can still wrestle. He used to wrestle, but he's he's on strike officially. Yeah, no, he's on the picket line. They, I'm just, they did it. They got a, re- a it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, no. Next week's I, BTE will I, definitely involve Ryan. Him, him on the anyway. On the so lines. that'll do it for Gizmo Town. Hey, I'm calling it here. <sighs> We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back with pixels and tokens. Video games, board games, video games, tabletop role-playing games, video games, and now for Pixels and Tokens, where we talk about all kinds of gaming, but mostly video games. So, I logged into Battle.net the other day, Uh and what did I see? But Operation Puppet is playing World of Warcraft. You know how I'm always a crafty person? Are you fucking kidding me? Here's the thing about summer sales. Ah, you got the upgrades. So they had this half-off sale on mm-hmm. Dragonflight, which, they, is, which they told you about every time you launched sure the Battle.net client. Name, boy, you could hardly escape knowledge of the fact that Dragonflight was on half-off sale, and I didn't have it. And as we all know, I have a long history of playing MMOs, World of Warcraft being one of them. So I grabbed me some Dragonflight. Do you know what I have? Dragonflight. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you played it? Um, I so so I. <laughs> I a, so that's the answer. This is this that is, that is the answer. This right is there. an extremely <laughs> funny story. Oh no! I 
pre-ordered Dragonflight and got X number of weeks of uh, World of Warcraft time. And I'm like, oh, great. I'll play that until it started. The time ran out the day before Dragonflight uh, (laughs) launched. And I'm like, you know what? I I hadn't been playing much towards the end of that period of time. So I was like, I'm not just not going to. So I've never actually played Dragonflight. Okay. Good. Did good. So, would, does it include all of the previous things? I do don't know because I had all of the other. You've been buying. I have all I, of them. I, so okay, there there aren't that there are, many of them. Six, the last I time I was actively playing World of Warcraft was when Jamie and I were playing, okay. and it was I don't Warlords remember, of Draenor. Was it Draenor? It was where okay. you had the, uh, the barracks. The barracks that you had right. to build. Yes. So there's been like at least one or two. There's been two because I I got those in the yeah. bundle with Dragonfly. Yeah, that was the thing. Was a bundle. Warlord, right. Warlords of. Drainos, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, boy. So, as an old MMO vet, you would think I would go, no problem, right? Mm-hmm, I would, mm-hmm. Oh boy. Okay, but, but at the very least, it's it's a soft sell getting you to buy. The oh yeah, one. no, that was, was going like, to I, you know, and I, of course, I watched a bunch of stuff beforehand. Going, is mm-hmm. this? Am I really gonna play this or whatever? And it's I like, think yeah, I okay, played yeah, some, some of, of the pre stuff they, where, where I rolled a, a half dragon person and played a bit, <laughs> bit of the. I remember yeah. a bit of that, but I think when what actually half launched, is a dragon? It's you know the back half. Right. <laughs> so it's it's a bit like they're shape changers. So it's like the uh, the worgen the the, the worgen, werewolf, yeah, the war, werewolf people. Okay, who are, you, never mind. Um, Anyways, so. so you you could be another race. I think mine's like a blood elf. Yeah, and you then can a dragon. do like any of the races, but then they also transform into a dragon. There's a panda dragon. There, I don't know if there's a panda dragon. Is there a panda dragon? The Probably. Pan, the pan, I don't the panda know. Nobody wants Sorry. to be the. Panda. And anyway, I think it's the main. Elves, humans, orcs. I don't think there's. It might be. I don't think Torin. There's a Torin dragon. I don't think there's any of the the gnomes or goblins. Any of the half height. If characters. you could be a goblin dragon, I would be that in a fucking second. Are you kidding me? And I me? don't think Pandaren no. can be dragons. I don't think so. I think it's just the standard races like the up, core, the, up the burning the original burning crusade. On that. That'll yeah, come yeah. in the next version. Anyway, so yeah, I've been I've been I've been playing World of Warcraft a little bit. So I played a bit of Battle for Azeroth, where you go to the that, temple. So here, okay, there's a oh, wow. There was so much. We're going to go long, FYI, on this podcast because there's so much to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I jump back in. So I had a fairly high level character. Yep. My goblin rogue, Nettie, was who I was playing yes. with, with Jamie last time. Yep. We were actively playing during uh, with Legions or whatever it was. Warlords of Draenor. Warlords of Draenor. Um, and, but the thing is, the, the problem is so much has changed. You've, you've had your, uh, your abilities reset at least three times, yeah, and they've, they've changed how they work. Every new expansion brings a completely new paradigm to how all of it works. Also, they cut your levels in half, so you're level 60 now yeah. instead of 120. Um, yeah, no, when I came back, it was like, I literally do not know how any of this works. <laughs> so the, that that was the funny part, is like me jumping in going, 
I used to know how all of this worked. Mm-hmm. This I, I'm I'm an old MMO vet. I should know. We've known how this worked like at four <laughs> discrete points in World of Warcraft, <laughs> yeah. and it's changed each time. And I'm like completely fucking lost. Yep. I have no. I don't know how my class works. I don't yep. know how anything works. I so, hear this. So yeah, and, and the funny part is, so I tried, and I went to like you know Wowhead and Icy Veins, yep. and trying to like follow build guides and stuff, and so I kind of got a sort of okay, I got a sense of how things are. It's not so much different that I couldn't like some things are still the same, like for rogues because I always played a rogue. For example, like you know you know combo points are still combo points, and you still build combo points, mm-hmm. and you do finishers and all that kind of stuff, but. How the skills actually work and interact are are quite different. So so I'm trying I'm trying to do the stuff I used to do, and it's like some stuff some stuff is great, some stuff works, some stuff does not. There's no instinct yeah. anymore. Your rotation's gone. My rotation is gone completely, yeah. so I have to develop a new one, and that's fine. I understand that, and that's mm-hmm. this is part of me going take your own advice. And play the well, this game is, this that is the, it is. This is the problem with a 20-plus-year-old live service game is it's changed so much since First Touch Yes, that if you haven't been on top of it the entire time, there's a severe amount of readjustment that has to happen. And there was an Achilles heel with particularly something like World of Warcraft in that there is so they've actually got a new player experience thing mm-hmm. there's like when you when you roll up a level 1 there is a whole new like new going zone through yes and like yep. yeah because cataclysm changed the game physically it, it absolutely changed everything so when you start at level 1 it's post cataclysm it well but this is interesting it's not even that there's a whole sort of separate meta to that they i think they try to get you through a lot of the early um expansion changes through the opening thing like you'll be pre-cataclysm when you start yeah but then you're like level 10 and the cataclysm happens and then everything changes then you so, go to this place and- let me let me tell you because i do i roll up a level one yep and so what happens is you go to a newbie zone and the newbie zone is if you roll up a level one it's really good at like introducing you to your class and here are your skills and here's what you should do. I had rolled a new undead. So I did a l- bunch of stuff in the, uh, the plague lands. So you, this is before this, there's a, a whole brand new newbie experience on yeah. a specific Island that you go to. And it's like you, you get introduced like, Oh, you're a member of the horde and yeah. you're on this team and you, you in- get introduced to characters and stuff that will recur through the story. I do recall this, but it, it's this specific island. That hey, look, it's through. Thrall. It, Thrall isn't even involved yet. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Um, and by the time that you finish the storyline on this island, you know your class, you know what you're doing, and they throw you into Ogrimmar, or if you're in the Alliance, I Stormwind. Know, Stormwind. Yeah, or um, Ironforge, but I think it's Stormwind. <laughs> well, I don't if know. you're in the Alliance, you know, it's like those, a ponce. Those fuckers. The Alliance are canonically the bad guys. <laughs> Uh, Lilith did nothing wrong. Yeah, hashtag. Um, so the point is, like, and they throw you into an NPC, and the way they handle, and this is really good, the way they handle the expansion packs is, like, everything is a campaign. Yeah. So you can pick what campaign do you want to play, and you actually get to an NPC who says, all right, here's, like, the timelines 
Which timeline do you want to play in? God, this all sounds so familiar, doesn't it, James? <laughs> and it's like you even can say, "Well, I'm not sure what time sh- what timeline should I play in?" And they will say, "Well, what do you want to do?" And you can pick from a, a list of options. Of a, like, as a side note, this is what people have asked for in Destiny. Yeah, and this is what everyone desperately wants: is some like, sort of please, continuity. Please yeah. let me replay the the Red War campaign. Sure. And they went. No, no, it's gone. That's gone. Just please live in the now. Yeah, and it sucks that they've removed it. But I, I get it. But it sucks. Yeah. Whereas Warcraft is like, no, fuck it. Here you go. Well, and that that is is a very smart way of going about it because it says like, yes, this is like where you are is the current time. Make yeah. no mistake, we're letting you play this to catch you up. Yes. And you can pick and choose. Yeah. And you can. You don't have to. Because a lot of people just want to get into the new yeah. shit, as they should. You know, whereas, you know, some people really just want to relive cool ass yeah. shit that happened. Like when a giant dragon cracked the planet in half or whatever yeah. the hell that was. And the thing, like, that was the only say, time I went, hmm. Yeah. Warcraft, huh? I got to say, Cataclysm uh, was pretty fucking it, cool. We, we, were, yeah. we went back and played a bunch of Cataclysm it was, it was in, good. It was in Warlords good. of Draenor. Um, yeah. And you can still do that. And the thing, and the great thing about that is it scales. From yeah. level yes. 1 to level 60, it all scales. So you can go and you can play it as you wish. So you can play it at multiple timelines at the same largely time. Largely solo. Battle yeah. for Azeroth oh, yeah. was two expansions before I came back in. Yeah. I went the one just before Dragonfly. Battle Dragon for Flight. Azeroth is kind of the base storyline. Yes, now. where, where you go where, to that, that island and you do yes, all the stuff in the, the new Aztec. Trolls yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was it was interesting, um, but I had played more of the one after that, where you do a lot of stuff um, in the burning crusades, yeah, burning crusades areas, yeah. um, which was it was very interesting and very very neat. But I kind of fell off of it, and I never mm. really got into Dragonflight. But I it have was- it. That's kind of where I'm I'm at right now. So one of there's 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 two sides to this. And I don't know so the thing about the sale was yeah. it was half off. I'm like, okay, whatever. I got the stupid version. Mm-hmm. Um and it came with thirty days of game time. So I've got currently twenty six game days of game time left to make a choice. Mm-hmm. So I went back to my existing character, my highest level character, Nettie, the goblin rogue. And I'm completely fucking lost. I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm playing. I'm, I started dragon flight. So I got him up to 60 sixties when dragon flight starts. Yep. Um, and I've got to the dragon isles. I'm starting to do all that stuff. And I'm running into some real fucking roadblocks of like, you can't solo this. Mm-hmm. And it's like stuff that you think you should be able to solo because like it's overland, so it's not a dungeon. They're, what, they're, I'm gonna it? I'm gonna keep bringing Destiny into this because that's pretty sure, much my yeah, only yeah. other touchstone. Because in Destiny, you you get uh, match made in a lot of stuff where you yeah, you, yeah. you get thrown into the three man team to do these things. Is is that what you're looking at, not or is it really. more than that? It's it's a bit different because. It's funny because in World of Warcraft, it's like because the game is so old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, we got to remember that 
that World of Warcraft launched on the same week that EverQuest Two don't, launched. Don't don't do the math. Don't do the math. Two thousand and three <laughs> was fine. the beta. It's kind of wild to think how long it's been around. So right? twenty years ago was the beta. You yeah. can't expect that other people could be in that same point you're at. But at the point stage. is, like, you can you can despite how many, the fact how that, many people do they want you to have yeah. in these areas. So it's it's. It, I don't know. That's the the kind of thing of it is. You can you can see they, they've done a lot of work in upgrading it and yeah. making it. They put a lot of stuff on top of it. So much has been. I mean, I got to give the team props. Like they they've done a lot of work. This thing feels and plays like a modern video game, but you can still feel the bones of the old game yeah. in there, right? And so one of the ways you can feel that is in like. Oh, you can go to an area that you think you should be able to solo, but depending on your class, right. you can't solo this shit. Certain classes but, just can't do it. So when just before Dragonflight came out, they did a thing where if you went back and played um, the beginning Death Knight campaign in WoW Classic. Which would be Wrath of the Lich King. Which was Wrath of the Lich King. Um, I know Marcus is probably screaming at the... <laughs> we, uh, Mark and me went back and played this, and it was such... It was like jamming bamboo skewers under your fingers to, after playing ma- modern Warcraft going yeah. to go back to WoW Classic. Yeah. It literally hurt, and we swore we would never load up WoW Classic again <laughs> so, from that day to, be, to, to be get clear, that mount. Just, just for, for the listeners, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know of this stuff, but I'm not in this stuff. WoW Classic is a different game. Oh, well, totally, it's a, totally. a completely yeah. separate client, separate servers. Okay, because there's... And you can play... two different games. You can play vanilla WoW. You can play um, Burning Crusade WoW. They've released Lich King. So they're releasing the X-Packs, but you don't have to play them. You can play vanilla WoW standalone or you can play classic. Burning Crusade Classic or yeah. you can play Wrath of the Witch Queen so Classic. Classic is largely... For nostalgia's sake, it's hair pe- shirt. It is one hundred percent video game hair shirt. Yeah, it is kind of wild. To if think you like- want to go back and see what what hurt felt like yeah. in two thousand and three, go back and play WoW Classic yeah. because is, it is not. This is why the whole Frankie play EverQuest thing is like I don't know because like yeah. it is that. So it I, is, I, I will you've been- donate money to Frankie play Warcraft <laughs> Classic. What you've been talking about though is is the current yes Warcraft. yes which has all of the you know. This is where you go. It has actual like things telling yeah. you on the mini map. Wow, classic. So, but so it just just mm-hmm. just to be clear. So if I play, not going to play. If I were to play the new <laughs> the new the present Warcraft, yeah, it will put me through those oh, yeah. campaigns. Yeah, yeah. So, Do I have to purchase those campaigns to play through them I in don't, classic if, Warcraft? I don't know. If because you are, I think if you okay. get the bundle, you'll have everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's so, the kicker. You know how in Diablo Four they show you a little area. Where a mini woman, uh, one of the side quests is going to be yeah. in, um, that is in current Warcraft. Yeah. If you go back to Burning Crusade or if you go back to Wrath of the Lich King, that is not there. Yeah, you got to. You go find literally it. have to go to Wowhead and find the coordinates <laughs> yeah. of the thing you need the to thing. kill. The game won't tell you where it is, but you can get the information to get there. Thoughtbot still exists. Yeah. Thoughtbot still <laughs> exists. 
Oh, God. Ah. Do you remember? Do I remember? Running the ThoughtBot <laughs> client and submitting uh, XY coordinates for various enemies when you ran across them oh. to update the little map of where like, it can this, possibly show? This is what's interesting about it is like I've, I've hit a couple of times where it's like I, I feel like I should be able to do this. But I can't do this. Why can't I do this? Obvious, this seemingly obvious and should be simple thing. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have to go to the internet to look this thing up. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I. The first reaction, of course, is gamer rage. You know, oh fuck this. Yeah. But that's when I'm taking a step back and going, hang on. You know, you know what this is. You've done this before. Yes. Um, what really is happening here? And I take a, a, a deep breath and go, okay, this is a world. Yeah. You don't, this world isn't for you. You are trying to navigate this I can world. pop some game time back on and reinstall <laughs> if you need another body. You know, I wouldn't say no. Okay. Um, but it's it's been kind of. Interesting and fascinating in a, in, a, in a, an almost hair shirt, but like not quite hair it's, shirt way. It is the most well groomed hair shirt. It is. It uh, is because if you go back to WoW Classic, that is like wearing steel wool. Oh yeah, no, no. We went like just even Lich King, which had had a quality of life stuff yeah. put on top of it, is like just unimaginable step backwards i i can't even think and, and and it kind of is a testament to how far we've come right like that that what we've trained ourselves yes how how we've trained ourselves to think and what we're used to yeah like what 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 was happening in 2003 isn't game design yeah. in 2023 and yet to to kind of go back and sort of see oh Right. This is this is the model that we were working with then. The base interface is basically like the 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 character things that pop up, the quest yeah. things that pop up is basically the dialogue boxes from 2003. Yeah. Um not now two two interesting points. Mm-hmm. Um beyond that is that uh, it runs really well on the Steam Deck. It runs really well on everything. Not surprisingly considering how old it is. But um also, that there is an, a user add-on. Yes, the controller add-on called Console Port. Yeah. Now there is, at long last, a very rudimentary and built into the game. Built into the game support for controllers. Controllers. Huh. It is unbelievably simplified. It is not refined in any so way. So Console Port is better. The better thing to run. But if you run Console Port on top of that, yeah. It is beautiful. It runs. It's not a hundred percent. I'm, I'm jank still free. very clicky. Press number buttons. Yeah. Uh, Warcraft. So I'll, I'd, I would just run it on my computer. It but. is. It is. But I'm I'm mostly playing it on the deck. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, particularly because you have the touch screen. Yeah. So if something gets janky or weird, you, you can, can just you can, you can still just top, tap do a thing, thing on the screen. Yeah. And it's fine. Um. But it's. I'm. I'm. I'm in no way playing controller and keyboard or mouse and keyboard anymore. Yeah. And I'm only playing on the controller or the, or the deck and it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. 
I it who knows? Maybe but maybe I'll put a month's worth of game time on it and see. It's it's kind of I'm I'm tempted to get they're doing like a, a six month deal right now where you get a special amount if you buy six months again. I'm tempted by that. I don't know. Listen, I I did the play uh WoW Classic for amount and that's that's the, the bridge too far. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. So yeah, I do I'm so what I'm doing is I've got to a point with my with Netty with my with my level sixty now sixty one rogue. It's it's playable for you. That I'm like um, okay, I accept there are some things you can do and there are some things you can't do yeah. solo. Yeah, you got to figure out what those are by yourself. And sometimes they tell you in the quest it'll say like three in a bracket just to let you know. This that is it- the funny. There, it's literally one specific NPC in Dragonflight. Mm-hmm. And I Googled it, and the first thing that comes up in the Google search is everybody else going, is this NPC supposed to be this hard? I I took a break for like 10 years. I'm coming back. I don't know what the fuck is happening. And like a thousand other replies going, me either, me either, me yeah. either. And so like, yeah, no, I'm not the only one yeah. who's like... This is not I, what the fuck is going on One of the things in, I can't remember the name of the expansion after Battle for Azeroth, um, but they would have quests that would say bracket yeah. three, and I would ignore those because I was basically soloing I a mean, lot of stuff. I mean, you assume as a solo player, you can't solo an elite. Yeah. But this NPC is not listed yeah. as an elite. This is just go kill this guy. But they're not an elite, yeah. but they're just a named NPC. But you get there, and it's like, nope, nuh-uh. It, it, that ain't happening. And it's like, huh, okay, what am I doing wrong? I'm, this must be because I'm new and I'm becoming It's a secret back. elite. Yeah, yeah, it, it is exactly that. And it's like there's so many other people going, no, 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 this is a problem. This is not right. Um, are, you, so, are you buying well? No, I'm, I'm, you've been on you've been on your phone for a while. I'm trying just, to, I want to find out if 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 Cataclysm is is currently in the game. It doesn't sound like it is. Oh no, Cataclysm is in the game. All, you can all of the, you own it though. That's, all the that's, you can packs. pick it. You can you can go to an NPC and go. I want to play Cataclysm. They don't. I'm just saying. It, I at think this point they rolled the a bunch of the it. old yeah. X packs into would, vanilla WoW. I would yeah, think yeah. that they would they would have said that somewhere, but there doesn't seem to be a clear answer. Everybody's asking, will it be in, in classic rather than can I just play Cataclysm? It's, it's built into the existing Warcraft bones. Yeah, it is. Um, so anyway, that's where I've been. I don't know if I'm going to carry on. So I've made – so I'm playing Neddy, who is my, my Goblin Rogue, yep. who's my main. Um, and he's, I'm, I'm, I've got to a comfortable place with him. I also rolled up. Um, I can't remember even what server I'm on right now. Uh, you're probably on the same server as me, which I can't. Remember. I think I spun up new ones on different servers there was too. Argentone, I, I can't. I, 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 well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get Archmond. I think is one that I've, I've spun up a bunch of characters on. I've got Altaholism, something fierce. Oh yeah, no, me so too. So I've always got different people, but I think Archmond is where Oz and Mark were. And we all ended up playing a little bit together uh, during the pandemic when I was right. at home a lot. So I've I've also got a newbie character that I've been rolling up, and it's like she's been fine. Mm-hmm. I've been soloing stuff, no no problem. I've been getting a feel for it, and like so, going in as a level one character has been fine. Yeah, no, right? it's, it, it's, they, they've the really thing. crafted that yeah. experience. So I don't know, maybe 
But the nice thing about it is, and this will segue into the next section, is I'm 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 enjoying Diablo Four. Yes, but it's nice to have a thing to go to that it isn't, isn't it. that because occasionally I'm hitting a wall with Diablo Four. For the record, I, I did finally find a specific question on the Battle.net forum answered by uh, Blizzard. Um, World of Warcraft is not sold separately. Only the latest expansion is sold separately. If you start a subscription or you buy the game time, you immediately have access to all previous World of Warcraft expansions and you can play all the content and all the maps up to level 60, including go. original game, yep. Burning Crusade content and Outlands map, Wrath of the Lich King content and North End map, uh, Cataclysm content and Maelstrom map, Mists of Pandaria content and map, Warlords of Draenor content and map, Legion content and Broken Isles and Argus maps, Battle for Azeroth content and the Zandalar Cool Tourist maps, and the Shadowlands content. Shadowlands, Shadowlands is what I played a ton of. I did not play a ton of Shadowlands. I played some of, of Shadowlands. I just, I just wanted was, the, the public yeah, 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 listening yeah. to know. Yeah, I was no. pretty sure it was all built in. When, when, I, when frankly, Jamie and I were really hard into it, yeah. was Warlord of Draenor. Draenor. I, I, as a comparison... Final Fantasy fourteen, which is a very large game, yeah. has many expansions. I am not entirely certain how many of those are available. Is it twenty years old? It's pretty fucking. <laughs> no, close. it's not. It's like ten or fifteen years old. My point. God, that's half. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a big game, and a, it, for that one, you have to buy all the expansions. But they have like a package where you can get yeah. the, the, the. I'm just, I'm just surprised that. In the description of World of Warcraft, it says you can play twenty goddamn years of content for your sixteen ninety five a month, friend. That's based on a six month subscription. Now. So when are you buying? Uh, I Warcraft. You know what? As soon as I finish, uh, uh, let's say Jedi else. Survivor. As soon as I finish, because I still have to play the first Jedi game. Then after I finish the first Jedi, Jedi game, everyone Jedi knows Survivor. you don't finish games. Exactly. That's so why I'm not going to fucking install World of Warcraft. Get it. Get it. Get it. Okay. Get it. Anyway, yeah. Diablo 4, how's that going? Um, So, I accidentally unlocked uh, Tier 4. <laughs> Oops. Um, Me and Suits, uh, Suits and Ties, were playing, and they were... Shout out Suits. Shout out the Suits. We were, she, they were 68, and I was 61, and uh, Suits said, oh, I just got the thing saying you, the capstone uh, is a thing you can do, and I'm like, let's just do it for laughs. And we ended up clearing it, although I died like six times. But as long as they pick me, he picked me up. Because I saw like the capstone dungeon, because I'm in, you know, T3, yeah. and it's like capstone dungeon 70 plus. Oh, okay. A 68 <laughs> and a 61 two manded. All right. Um, it, it wasn't. You, you can go in before level 70. You shouldn't. We, so, I mean, I died three or four times just because. I heal on kill, and I wasn't killing fast. Right. Yeah. But when it came to the final boss, I did a butt ton of DPS because Twisting Blades scales Hello. across the moon. I am 42, I believe, now. As after after uh, our good friend Jamie assisted myself and Matt. They're on, t- on uh, um, 
Tier two. No, they're World on World chapter two. four. Yeah, uh, Act four. Act we're, four. We're into Act four. Right. I'd still like to enjoy the story. No, of course. It's and a again, good, because it's a no, good no, story. exactly, exactly. We're, we're enjoying the cutscenes. Please Ju- enjoy the story. July twentieth. Yeah. No, we got a date. You need to date. finish the campaign by we have July twentieth. I think this weekend we will be playing a fairly substantial quantity of Diablo four. Possibly even online. Finish the story yeah. before July 20th and also before you hit level 50. Otherwise, you're stuck at level 50 right. until you so, complete the story. So your suggestion is we, we we go through the story straight through right just now. Just mainline Just Now, if we, the two of us playing together probably should be able to get through that no problem. The, it shouldn't be a problem. Because like, I'm a barbarian and, and I'm fucking uh, made of gossamer or something. I don't know what it is. It's, it really pisses me off. I've been following the icy veins build. I've got a nice uh, uh, hammer of the ancients. I mean, there there are end game builds where there are uh, barbarians doing uh, septillion yeah, crits. No, I'm sure that once I get to a, they're to getting yeah, nerfed. Gear, they're getting nerfed. Yeah. Blizzard has said oh, that the the, the 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 barbarian and druid are out of band I on am, damage. I would be more than happy to do a quadrillion damage. <laughs> septillion just seems silly. But um, but yeah, no, it's I, there. There are some builds that yeah. are just and that's fine i just i'm i'm excited i'm excited and you guys i listened to what you guys were talking about last week and how how very different it is from three and that's fine you know i'm I'm happy to have a different experience in terms of what i'm looking for 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 gear like i i don't i don't think it's got the the bounties the same bounty no system it doesn't have bounties at all had, so it's no. it's a very different the grind. problem is gear is confusing and it's really hard to quickly see if something's better mm. because everything has so vastly different roles on them yeah like yeah. The, the different immunities like they'll be like mm. this thing and this thing have absolutely no immunities similar yeah which one's this better this one has poison and fire this one has lightning and ice ice exactly and and, and the affixes also aren't one-to-one you can't say is this affix better for me than this one it, it, it each one takes a lot of consideration yeah. whereas it felt like in diablo 3 if you saw the bulk of the arrows green you're like okay yeah, yeah this is clearly better but was it even like that at the beginning I mean, oh, no. who knows? No, 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 yeah, no. I think I think that's the, the other thing is we're thinking of late stage Diablo three. Yes, no, you were the problem right. is late stage Diablo three is right here. Why the fuck you would have you build coded on that? Yes. late stage Diablo <laughs> Why three? You build on Why that? is that not the base of Diablo yeah. four? I, you know, it's I'm like not... Destiny three going back to to D D two or D one. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even worried about that so much as it's like, well, okay, let it let it be its own thing, mm-hmm. let it grow in, into its own thing. But it just so here there there are th- and this is weird coming from the the current World of Warcraft paradigm. Yeah, one of the, I, I I'm sorry to introduce this, but one of the things they've introduced with Dragonflight. Is the ability not only to respec at will, but mm-hmm. to save builds yes. at will and to change between builds at will. The problem is a lot of the quality of life work they've done on Diablo 3 seems like things they should have had in Diablo 4 from the go. Yeah. yeah. Like build saving, yeah. like the ability to respec in a sensible amount of time. Like respecting Paragon, literally forget it because you have to re- back out each point individually. Oh, let, Jesus. Me, let me let me tell you a story about respecking in World of Warcraft. You can go. 
to Wowhead or Icy Veins or any of those sites mm-hmm. and get a string of characters. Yes, and you can actually paste it into the that string of characters. You could paste into your spec tree. Yep, and it will populate all of if your skills you're on PC. Well, yeah, World of Warcraft <laughs> on what console? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it's not a console. No. Um, but I mean, like it, maybe soon. Diablo three, you could in the wardrobe save yes sets uh, of armor, and also you can save cosmetics and builds to builds, and the, therefore uh, this is the most beautiful thing ever. Every fucking game in the universe. Listen to this. Save cosmetics yes to builds, and so. This is my this suit. This is my other suit. Yes, so you can this tell. My incentivize my yes. cosmetic purchases. Well, also, <laughs> also, so you can quickly say, okay, this one's green. This is poison. This yep. one's blue. This one's lightning. Yep. Yes. It's How? not that fucking hard. My destiny it's builds in a nutshell. Hard. It's this simple. It, it's it, it, what they did in Diablo 3 just seems like what they're going to have to do yeah. in Diablo it's 4. It's going to take them a year. Or they're just going to take it here. So they've done a bunch of uh, balancing and uh, update patches in the last little while. Um, They've said they're going to touch the Druid and the Barbarian because they're out of band on damage in certain builds. They've got some multiplicative um, crit. Is there a a big patch coming on Monday? Um, With the season, I believe there's going to be a patch, but um, the season drops on Monday, and if you've got a character that has the entire map revealed and all of the Lilith statues, you can port that forward somehow. They haven't detailed how that's going to happen. I don't know if I do. Yeah, I don't. I have the map revealed, but I don't have all the little statues. Mm. I don't know if I have either. I, 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 I went, the, one of the days I was on the Steam Deck, and yeah. I, I, I had a really bad um, connection at the hotel I was at, uh, at a work thing. I, all I could do was ride around the map on a horse just to not get attacked, <laughs> so I just unveiled the entire map. Um, it, you could do it in an evening if you don't have too many. I'm uh, sure. I, little I don't, survivability. I'm but. sure I've gone like you know on Beverly or something. I've mm. gone like, oh okay. I'm sure I'm done. No, no. You've actually got like another thing here, and there's another thing here. And the, like, oh, the, okay. the the nice thing is that the uh, if you press Y on the map, it'll tell you how many places you've got revealed in each area, and it'll right. tell you how many things you're missing. Oh, that's good. Uh, so at least you can look for that. But some of them are tiny, like yeah. tiny little little stubs that you've got to you got to go into. Um, but you need to have, you don't need to, but if you have that done, um, you can port that forward to your seasonal characters. So you don't have to, to clear the fog of war. Yeah. That, that's, that just makes sense. I don't really like the little stuff's nice. Cause you get a bunch of character like points yeah. brought forward, but I, I'm probably be fine with what I've got unlocked. It's more the map yeah. and the uh, teleporting spots. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the what first season. Give me the goes. waypoints. I don't know. Probably if it, the fog of I'm war not is really revealed. Worried about like what? As long as the mounts are unlocked yeah. and whatever. It's fair fine. enough. You know. Um, so so yeah, uh, we should probably move on. Yes, that's probably a good idea. 
Microsoft. Wow. Microsoft. Way along. Microsoft has won the right to buy Activision. Or have they? Dun, dun, dun. Yes, they have. Yes. Um, so <laughs> the judge ruled that it was fine. Then I think two days later, the FTC filed an injunction. Uh, no, an appeal saying, appeal. Yeah. hey, no, we don't think so. And then today, another judge said, no, it's fine. Yeah. So I'm guessing that judge was based in East Texas. I <laughs> believe as of the 18th Please, of July, West Texas. they can was it West put Texas? the $69 billion purchase in order. <sighs> I mean, I hope this makes things better for people who work at Activision. Uh, yeah, they have no, had a real bad of, time of all the shit that's gone down in terms of companies getting eaten alive by other companies. This does feel like the one time where it would actually be good for everybody, beneficial for the they, people who work actually there. did this. But <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I I just think the amount of hand wringing Sony. Sony <laughs> did about exclusives. It, no, no, no. Fuck Sony. Like this, it's very Sony very who has paid literal billions of dollars to make sure things don't appear on Xbox is saying, but they may not put it on our console. But you you no. laid this road. You've already won Sony. One hundred percent. Fuck Sony. Like it was no. that, that was the only mildly humorous thing to come out of this yeah. was the amount of hand wringing they and did. I mean, Monopolies are always bad. Let's, yes, let's the fact absolutely. that people still buy games on on PlayStation that are available on Game Pass, like that's that's all the evidence you need. Yes, because Sony has a huge market share. Yes, like they're 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 dominating, Microsoft, and that's what Microsoft so. is trying to prove. Is like we're not in a position where we can say this doesn't appear on this this console. We're literally third. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for them, to, you know, like the the Indiana Jones game is is the is the other question. I th- I think right now it's it's still supposed to come to PlayStation, but it's because it's a Bethesda game, so they have mm. the, they have the ability to say no, it's going to be Xbox yeah. exclusive. But you know, in tangential it's a, news, it's a fucking game. Major Can Nelson is leaving Microsoft. I actually was going to mention that. Yeah. I, uh, I I I saw it in the podcast notes and had to look it up. Larry Herb. Larry, Larry Herb. He's been there for Herb. twenty years. H Y R B. He has been the face of Xbox Ooh, for twenty less years. so in recent days. In no, recent years, he was the first in first one Xbox three sixty era. Yeah. If you wanted to know. What was going on on the Xbox? Larry Herb was your source. He did major notes. He did videos on mm-hmm. the dashboard about things that were coming out. Yeah. Uh, there was more than one Free Code Friday that I had replied to Larry Nelson trying to uh, or Larry Herb trying to get Herb. a uh, um, a copy of whatever they were giving away that Friday. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the big face before Phil uh, Spencer showed up. He was really the public face of Xbox. He was one of the first faces to a video game company in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it, and outside it was, of your 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 uh, Will Wright kind of a thing. I, was, I remember was, I would load up things on the Xbox dashboard in the 360 era and see what was coming out that week, and Larry would be the person there introducing it all. Yeah. 
Um, but it makes you wonder. I mean, you know, he's he's moving on to greener pastures or something else. I mean, he's been in video games for twenty years. He wants to do. He something wants to spend else. time with his family. Maybe I, I don't. I don't think he's retiring. I think he's he wants to just do. He's spending the else. summer with his family, but I don't know if he's going to go into video games or yeah, what or more media like Reggie Fils-Aimé. I mean, like he. He's still in the game industry, I think, but I mean, he's is he? he got out of Nintendo. He's like, no, no, I'm good. But he was such a recognizable face that you know, wherever he goes, he's still going to be the the Nintendo guy. Whereas, whereas uh, you know, Major Nelson doesn't have to worry so much about being visibly recognizable as, oh, you're the the Xbox fella. Major Nelson but, was great, and yeah. he he was the the really well utilized mouthpiece for yeah. Xbox he, when they were. He never fucked up. There no, was, there was at no point in the last twenty years did anybody say, "Wow, Major Nelson's done." You know, he he always was was a, was a great example of how to do things. Remember right. that uh, series of Sony commercials? The guy who was the VP of whatever at Sony, and he did a commercial oh, yeah, for something yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. And he ended up getting the Sony basically shit canned him. It was extremely yeah, he did popular a tire commercial, and all of a sudden he was yeah, persona yeah. non grata. Like and I was and they, they, but I mean, he was basically the the major Nelson for Sony. Well, in all those mean, commercials. He was more of a, of a of a mascot than anything. But yeah, but major Nelson was a bit of a mascot. But you never for saw Xbox. you never saw major Nelson in ads in, in in Microsoft ads pushing stuff. He was he was the the connection that the community had. Yeah, that was the difference. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's, uh, he's gonna he's gonna be missed. I wish him the best. Eh? He's he's done a ton of it's, work. It's probably like, you know it's about time. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? And, you know that's time. Time passes. It, it does. It, Twenty it, years at any one place. Turn, turn, turn. All that stuff. Okay, here we go. Are you Andrew. Ready? Yep. I get the button finger poised over the button. Here we go and. Our top five games of all time continues with Andrews number, number two. two. So I usually uh, just just say it outright. Uh, Are you going to give us some pre uh, some yeah, some lead in? Is a preamble. You know, what year was? You're going to make us wait for it. All I ask the year the game. Come on, is 1997. All I ask for the game. You know what? I'm not even going to think about the date. Uh, it was simply, I want to go to another place. I want to, you know, I want to be transported. Do, 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 do. I want to go, I want to be somebody else in an amazing environment. And, and what, I want to live there. I want to live in the world of Mass Effect. Oh, Mass really? Effect, Mass Effect 2. Honestly, even though it's the you fucking apocalypse. You want to live in Mass Effect where, where, 2. Where it's all going down. Just, you know what I always want to live in? World War 2. There you go. <laughs> I think it'd be exciting. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 kicked my ass. Mass Effect... Uh, one was a, a difficult journey for me because I went, I, th- I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where early on in the game, I went to a place I shouldn't have. And it didn't tell me, don't go here. It didn't have the red, red fucking uh, So Mass skull. Effect 1 had a problem where if you had any of the DLCs after a certain point, it would put them all on the map. And I, some of the DLCs were late I think game. that's what happened. I think that's what and happened. And you probably went to the one either on the moon or the one in the asteroid belt. It was, a, okay. it was some kind of a space and, station. And that one it was literal push your shit in le- difficulty ass. level. And I yeah. went, obviously, I am not cut out for this game. So wait, eventually, wait, wait. eventually, I went back and I went. No, two, no, I two, really. Two's got Tali, right? Yeah. Okay. Eventually, I went. Tali's back. my waifu. Eventually, I went back. You and know, I said, if I had one, it would probably be Tali. I had to finish it. I knew I had to finish it based on that world. I loved. The, I loved the, the setup for it. 
and and I, I I finally got back into it, and I, I I did it right, and I played it through, and I loved Mass Effect. And Who's it was, your wife? It was amazing. <sighs> oh no, this is not that kind of podcast. It's no, this I mean, kind of kind of podcast now. So so what 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 our friend Jamie is referring to is that one of the big elements of Mass Effect. I don't even remember if it did it so much in one as, yes, as it they did, did. two. Yep. You could romance characters. There was very limited in one. Uh, you could do yeah. the space racist. Yeah. Uh, you could do uh, <laughs> migraine psychic. Yeah. You could do um, ugly alien dudes. And you could do the, yeah. the, the blue girl. Jamie, obviously, was probably more into it than I was. <laughs> I Listen, I just know my options. This yeah. is like the 80s all over again. I, I wanted to... To be able to uh, do all of them, to be perfectly honest, I wanted to you know cannot. what it was like. Tell no, you me, can't. you're right. Tell me who your average waifu was. Who the person See, now, you? I un- loved Tali. I wanted it to be Tali. It's always Tali because she's so pure, and I love her. But the, but darn it, the, the 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 there were so many barriers to to being with Tali. Tali Vaz Normandy. She was the best. The best romance. She really is. Jesus Christ, he remembers her full name. Yeah. That was her yeah. name once she she, once she, she the got to the Normandy. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. mean, this is why this is why I'm saying two because like one one was 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 an amazing achievement. It was a great game. Mm. It really set the table. It gave it got you into that universe. It showed you the Heat the, 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 the Paragon system. Really, kind of reined it in. Two yep. gave you the clips, and you were able to kind of go more ham with uh, weapons. Two, Two was and and we've mentioned this before. It's when when a game elevates in that sequel when they take everything that it was based on, and it truly elevates it. So I think I have something to contribute. Yes, to please. Because like, um, Mass Effect One on the Xbox three sixty. Yes, was the first game I ever returned. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Sure. Was it? What was what was your I stumbling block there? I don't remember. It may have it was probably the vehicle. I remember the like make, the, yes. the fact that the it was Mako like, was a, in the first game. It was a it was a hippo. Yeah. And years and years later, I went back and went. You know what? I'm going to give this another try. And I and then I went back and I played two, and it was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so this is a they, whole other thing. One yeah. happened, so two could run. Exactly, yeah, it no. had to. And this is and this is a big in video games two only hit me like hard. I yes. mean, we talk about movies where um, like the first movie is great, and then the next movie just explodes because it's just because now that we've established the characters in the world, we can really run with it. Unless it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then and then <laughs> so in, in Mass Effect, it was very similar to that. It's like we've we've set this world where it's it's. Aliens exist, and we've interacted with them. It's not about the genesis of that, or it's not about the origins of that. It's in a, it's you're there in media res. One, you have a a, a a piece with the with the Krogan and with the uh, with the the other race. I'm drawing a blank on the names right now, but Asari. Like, what are we talking about? No, the um, 
Garrick, not Garrick. Oh, Garrus. Garrus. Um, Garrus is race. The Turian. The Turians were the the villain. I am friggin' well, the encyclopedia. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying. I'm not. I absolutely defer to Jamie on this. One I'm had one had the story. One yeah. had an extremely good story. Very much. It was hamstrung by systems. Yes. Mm. Very like, two the shitty inventory system. Two they things. had streamlined the yeah. systems, and they also had a very strong story. This I was, don't think it was. As strong as one, but it was it was just it, but it continued it and it elevated it was, what was also happening. And then three, it kind of the the net got cast too far, and the story was eh, but simple. And the systems were okay, just um, but the simplified and they never made another game. Simplified exploration. <laughs> it's simple. The, sim- no game, the no. simplified exploration of of the of the map where like you had a a, a very nice map but you could you, scan for elements exactly you had simple and i would do that for hours you, this is the thing it encouraged you to go around there were limitations on how far you could go and there were a limited number of of planets you could scan but there was it was still if you didn't live in a world of 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 infinite game facts and going to read everything and finding out where everything was and you just simply existed in that world and went to these planets and even two to expanded it like there were still more planets to investigate and it had a different system for for, for finding resources and things like that. And sometimes you would find lore and the lore would be on a planet and it would open up other little stories from that universe. And, and, and again, then in that story, you had the, the Paragon system or the Renegade system where you could choose to go, you know, generally it really rewarded being a Paragon. There's no question of that. Like there, you, if you went Renegade, it definitely gave you some Renegade was way more fun. It was fun, but it was, but it limited you. You, you, you closed more doors than you opened if you went Renegade. But again, it was just, it opened up your eyes to what a game could be in, in terms of what you could really had to have in this mm. world. And it, it rewarded replayability in that way. Like you can run through as a paragon and then you run it through again as a renegade and get a different taste. And, um, and the fact that it, it tried and it was very early and it was very limited, but it tried to continue story between the three games, like your choices, you know, they cheated in that. And in three, I think it was where basically you were grilled about the choices you made in two. it didn't import your save data. Mm. And that's fine. I get, I get that you couldn't, you couldn't do that, but at least they, they tried to have a, a through line through the games in that respect. I still haven't played the legendary edition. I'm I'm partially terrified of it. And the beautiful thing about Legendary Edition is that by all accounts they did a great job of merging the three of them. Uh they fixed a lot of the problems in one. They I have they addressed a lot of the inventory issues and things all like that. Of one in the Legendary Edition and part of two. Yeah. It's good. Uh I also I uh before the Xbox three sixty market got uh, shut down, I bought all of the DLC because I already owned all of the games digitally, but I bought all of the DLC for two yeah. and three digitally, and it was a so pain. I got in the those ass. two. It was one of the worst when it came to the DLC. It was one of the worst games for that because you had to get Bioware bucks or whatever the fuck it was, and you had to buy them through the Xbox system. And Which even, already wasn't dollars. You had even, to buy Microsoft yeah, points to get Bioware bucks. They wouldn't just let you buy the fucking thing. You had to get five hundred bucks, and it was four hundred for the DLC. There was nothing to spend a hundred bucks on for the other things. And then the other, it, it was just the dumbest system possible. And it That's, was, and that was EA. It's the standard buy, over buy. 
and then have extra yeah. and you're like oh well i guess i'll just get another 200 and then buy the next dlc yeah, and it was it was very mean it was they yeah. didn't have to do that and it was ea trying to monetize the shit out of it whatever and then the third the third the third game was it was i i've i've enjoyed it now i i mean you know as far as three goes um when they did the citadel dlc that was the capper. That was what t- that was what brought the whole thing they, together. But it took a DLC pack for them to truly. They, they fix kind the of fixed the narrative in three with yeah. a DLC, which was unacceptable. And that's again, that's why I'm picking two because two was really the was was the the, the high point of the Mass series. Effect Two is provably the best version because Tally is a romanceable yeah. option because Mass it was Effect difficult. One, it was no matter how much effort you put in, you could not. The physical issues were were there, and the and the the romancing element was was fun, but it didn't you know it didn't pollute the game. Uh, you know it was it was just a fun little add on. Was it two the first one where they would let same sex? I think happen? you could do it in one. I know. No, I, they I don't you think. Romance Jacob. I don't think um, Jacob was in two. Okay. Um, it's the uh, the migraine psychic boy was only for the female ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Garrus mm-hmm. and um, the Asari god Liana Dasoni. Liana was great. Uh, only for the female or for the male character, and same with space racist. Actually, no, Liana could do both. Nope. Leanna really? was only only male. I, listen, I played oh, female femshep through both. <laughs> I never played femshep. Um, a lot of people swear by femshep. In two, I think Jack mm-hmm. can be romanced by both male and female characters. Yeah. And again, it was it was. It but was, they, they were it actually came off as a gimmick. But it was very cool that they would at least in, give people in the 2010. They were starting yeah. to catch some flack for not allowing same same mm. sex um, pairings yeah. in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, so if, at least if a I, character's not I'm, bi, then you know, I could. I can I'm not 100 percent sure if Jack was romanceable by both, but that's that's my inkling after like six was Jack seasons. Very much queer coded, like, pretty much. I mean, she was she a tattooed, was, yeah. uh, wearing the bondage gear. Uh, she was super psychic yeah, yeah. Uh, person, at least Pan. Um, anyway, that but they didn't they didn't let that overwhelm the game. It wasn't about the romance. The romance was part of 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 a of a beautiful tapestry of of an, a very uh, challenging you know world universe universe spe- spreading event. You know, like the first game set up the the threat of the of the sovereign, hmm. and then the second game had the reapers actually showing up. up. And in um, in numbers, and then three was the full on invasion, and it was I think for spectacular. In in two, that was the thing. Like, so I've always been like, I don't, I, I'm I'm not a Puritan, but I don't need to be able to romance you, my. And, and it, and it was didn't a side to. That was a beautiful that, thing about I didn't, it. I, I don't care about that shit at all. Like mm-hmm. all the Dragon Age shit. No, I don't. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But. In in this game, it felt kind of organic and yes. natural because you were because you were that conversing. Was the, so that was I think that was a bigger part of two and three three as well, where they rewarded you yeah. for bonding with your with your crewmates. Yeah, like you didn't have to fuck them; you just had to hang out with them. And and each character had a story that was unlocked as you talked to them. Yeah. and then they then it turned out that there would be a mission that you could do with them. And I, again, they 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 all blur together. But the final mission, and I guess it was in three, if you had done the mission with everybody, where you where you bonded with them, and they they basically became your your brother in arms, um, you could they would have a better survivability in the final battle. 
So it was it was your reward basically yeah. for them for you putting the work in and actually getting to know your crewmates. So then that was another thing that they really loved doing in this game was making you care about these characters in these games. Mass Effect Two had Morden Solis, mm-hmm. the Solarian scientist, mm-hmm. who did a Gilbert and Sullivan bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he said, I am the very model of a scientist Solarian. I've studied species Turian, Esari, and Batarian. Literally, <laughs> I am the very model of a modern major general. Bioware are giant fucking theater nerds. There's no question of that. The Morden Solus <laughs> was one of my favorite. I would literally run back to Normandy 2 to talk to Solus after every thing because i wanted to see what else he would say he yeah. was such a nuanced character well, I think that's the thing that i connected with with tolly the most the fact that she was an interesting fucking yes. character from, from a race of and her arc yeah, no, going like, back to the flotilla oh and having God. to deal with her father yeah, and no, uh, solving like, those problems and that's the thing it wasn't just like oh this is a romanceable yeah. option here's the checkbox yeah it's like no no this is a character this is a personality you're this helping is a, this a race is a person of people. yeah this a, is a, this a representative of a race yeah. of people who are fascinating yeah and there's so many of them in this game that are fully realized yeah because this is this is absolute peak Bioware. Like when when we speak of Bioware today in hushed tones, it's when we're talking about yeah. Mass Effect Two Bioware or, when they were running at, on all cylinders or what and they were doing in Baldur's Gate Two narratively. Right, like like they were masters of the craft of story yes. of yeah. of and it's what I've characters. I always needed in video games is I I want to care about these people. Yeah. yeah, like I get the mechanics, I get all of that, but in the end, I want to be transported into into a, a universe that I actually care about these people. And Mass Effect delivered that in spades, and that's why Mass Effect Two is my number two game. Um, Beautiful, love it. It's it's real good, and it's one that I can go back and play repeatedly. That, that Legendary Edition has been sitting patiently. I think I. I technically own it on all three platforms because of offers that have come up. Various like, sales. Uh, Prime Gaming, it was available for free. All you have to do is tie it to your account. I, mm. I think PlayStation, it, it was it was a PS Plus title. So as long as I keep a PS Plus game that's on there, and I, ninety, yeah, it's on a Game Pass. So there's no excuse not to play Mass Effect, and it's as a whole, it is a, it is the one of the great examples of what gaming can be. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. It's it's truly phenomenal, immersive world. And I'm so happy that they're coming back to it. I'm very excited for whatever this new game turns out. When it comes out in 2027, I'll be very happy to play it. I want to try these three stanzas of Gilbert and Sullivan here. Oh, here we go. I am the very model of a scientist Solarian. I've studied species Turian and Asari and Batarian. I'm quite good at genetics as a subset of biology because I am on a, because I am an expert, which I know is a tautology. My xenoscientist studies range from urban to agrarian. I am the very model of a scientist Solarian. Um, Almost perfect. They had too much fun with that. They had too much fun. If I had one less Caesar, I think I would have gotten I'm quite good at genetics as a subset of of biology. Because we can't forget that... uh, you know, next gen was all about the fucking Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because because got to remember, 
all these motherfuckers are theater nerds. When yep. you get right down to it, all every actor is a theater nerd. That is an excellent number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Thank good you. number two. So yeah. shout out Tolly. Yeah. Shout out to Tolly. Tolly Vines Normandy. Always the the person like between Morton Solis and Tolly, they're the two people I would always go back to talk to. I, w- I will say uh, Miranda also because she's based on an actual human being. Miranda's nice. accent, the, that Australian accent, was so perfect. <laughs> Yvonne Strowski, is that her name? Yes, Yvonne is so fucking stunning. I mean, she's a she. She really sold that. That could have been a horrible character. That could have, like, she was the she engineered was a person. Girl. Yeah, exactly. And uh, instead, she was fucking great. She was a really solid a character. A very good arc. Mm-hmm. I think Jack's arc is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, uh, Jack's she had arc. More to overcome. Jack's arc also hurts more. Yeah. Like, yeah. as Miranda, it, Miranda was born on third base. Basically. But uh, Miranda's arc is, is pretty good, too. But I think Jack's arc, is, out of all the people you meet in Mass Effect 2. Jack's arc is the one that I think has the most um, weight to it. What do we call him? The not the, the Martin Sheen's character. The the, the small, elusive the man. elusive man. The elusive man. That, Please yeah. ask me the wiki. This is this is <laughs> you know, and I've already put a cap on it. But one of the great villains, and because he's not a villain, that's the beauty of it. He's he's doing he's, what he needs to do for his species. Exactly. He he thinks he's and doing he the right thing. And he smokes a lot. And he smokes a lot. And he and he sits in a virtual environment with a view of a sun. The amount oh. of money he put into recovering and repairing Shepard. Oh. Oh my god. It's, it's just it's such idea. a great start. It's 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 yeah, just a the perfect third, the third setup. Game, yeah. And what like you the entire time you're like am I owned by Cerberus? Am I helping Cerberus? Am I helping humanity? Like that's this, two, right? That's, that's the two. beginning of two. Yes, like two big of two is your dead. character is effectively dead when yes. you start two and it's and he's reborn. You you go through the original Normandy getting friggin' old. Fifth element style basically. That beginning sequence where they show like the fucking cells being repaired yeah. and yeah. it's like oh. The, oh. Technically the first sequence is you get on the Normandy getting destroyed trying yeah. to get everyone off of it. Uh, I think Exo Presley gets murdered, but you get Joker off and everyone else evacuates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get resurrected and then show up on the uh, the station uh, with um, uh, Miranda. 99 times out of 100, you ask me sci-fi or fantasy, I'm going sci-fi. Oh, I love sci-fi. I love them, I love them both, but, but, but my, the, the Mass Effect universe. And I'm heartbroken that they haven't moved forward with – the movie or the TV show or whatever the hell it's, they're doing. It's sad they never made a game past uh, Mass Effect 3, but I understand not, that they, they made the perfect trilogy I and they didn't want to sully it with a third, I, fourth I, game. I know what he's doing. I'm not going to say I'm an Andromeda apologist, but I enjoyed it. It was it was frustrating. It was a cool idea because it was a literal offshoot. It was basically what yeah. if a group uh, basically accepted the fact that the Spectres are going to wipe out everybody and we had to fuck off to another galaxy and they kind of... Didn't do that story. What if Mass Effect, film. but terrible? I'm not. Yeah, again, I I'm frustrated that they didn't get to complete the story. That was the other thing. There was more. There was more to that, yeah. and they didn't get to finish it. The the Tali's group was also part of that ex- expansion. So I don't know. Anyway, the I'm I'm still excited to see that. I'm glad that the universe hasn't hasn't stopped. They they are still making. They're gonna it's make an it existing game. franchise. We're going to milk it for but all. A, it's I, an EA f- yeah. franchise. It will never. I die. don't expect to see it before 2026. Yeah, I I would love it for it to, for it to come out in, in holiday 24. I don't see that happening. All right, number two, Mass Effect two. Yes, mm. 
Nice. All right. Thank you, everybody. We were going to end it here because, wow, we've gone over time. And that's fine. That's fine. All it's, right. it's our podcast. We can do what we want. It's true. All right. Thank you, everybody. As always, you can catch everything we do uh, on the link tree, which is in the show notes. Um, join the Discord. Join the Discord. Shout out to Scarlet. Shout out to Scarlet. All of the things. Anyway, we're going to end it here. Thank you very much. And done. You have been listening to Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet podcast. Visit www.operationpuppet.com for all our links, tell your friends, give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts, and join us again because nothing is more entertaining than aging nerds giving their opinions on the internet.